system right because yeah he came came with your wife charlamagne's been with his wife 25 i've been with my wife 30 because a lot of times you hear people say i don't need that or i'm looking for a guy that's gonna make this much money but yeah, that's dope they never talk about the heart <laughs> the, the, the truth of the matter is <laughs> that's dumb? yeah thank you for that. say that louder it, it, it's, to... it's dumb like i tell hmm. people all the time i did a book my first book was called relationship goals and um i have this whole chapter in the book about rip up your list mm -hmm. and i know people are gonna say whatever they're gonna say about they got this list you're still single the truth of the matter is, <laughs> like, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is a lot of times God never hands you a finished product. Mm, he hands you wow. something you got to work. Right. Wow. And and that's why IKEA is one of the greatest furniture companies, no matter what you think about it, mm -hmm. is they, they give you something that you have to put your hands to to assemble. We got a lot of IKEA and it gives people here. another greater level of satisfaction because when they actually put their hands in to help make that thing happen, it feels like I've accomplished something. Relationship is the same way. God never, T.D. Jake says it, God never gives you a table. He gives you a tree. That's right. The same thing with the relationship. And so I think many times people need to rip up their list and actually look for the things that are in the heart you can't instagram integrity wow Ooh. you can't mm -hmm. facebook faithfulness right Ooh. like Damn. and so look at my man he da 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 the the greatest things that have made me and my wife's relationship work i cannot show you on a post mm -hmm. mm. wow it has to be lived oh, out proved out and over time and so when you say support system bro that's what it's, that is literally the only reason I'm here right now. Mm -hmm. It's because I got people who could see me at my worst and still think of me in my best situation. Mm. To still, like, while it still smells like that word that you said just a second ago, mm -hmm. they still walking with me and like, I'll actually, I'll be with you because I know it's not going to be like this the whole time. I tell people community is everything. Having mentors is everything. Being around people that are further than you is everything. Right. And if you're going to deal with your damage, you need that man i think i think i needed that damn pastor my time amen ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of dad hats and bow ties it is the kid xab it's your man distinguished to god oh my goodness halloween weekend here we go yes spooky hours oh my we god need, we need drake to drop a surprise scary hours three that's what the fuck only we if need. it's all rap though. I yeah, yeah. I, pr I, I pray. I pray it's shit. all rap. Yeah. Um. All man. Uh. Traffic is becoming worse in New York City. If <laughs> y'all haven't figured that shit out, traffic is getting bad, bro. They trying like, to do a lot bad. of wild shit with New York <laughs> in terms of cars. <laughs> the fare went up to two ninety. Facts. They trying to put all these tolls in. They did inter. 
they, fucking they, you can't go into Manhattan. Yeah. Nah, there there are certain parts, yeah. If you're coming from that part trying to get to the other side, you gotta pay that. And you gotta pay that both ways. Going and coming back. It's not a good look. I was like, I don't know, man. Uh people just gonna start selling their cars. People are just gonna stop traveling. I think they don't realize like it's gonna have an inverse effect. I think they think niggas is gonna be like, oh well, I gotta get on the train. But the trains are so bad, <laughs> it's like nigga, I'd rather not go nowhere. Right. That, that's the answer. The train is actually bad. The train is worse than the cars. Yeah, I'm uh, word. I gotta pay thirty dollars just to go out for the night. <laughs> and I, I didn't even get to my destination. Yo, Netflix. I gotta pay thirty at the club. Yeah, Netflix, holla at me. This list shit that we about to talk oh, yeah. about, <laughs> niggas about to revamp that whole shit because niggas is not going outside. <laughs> I'm not paying a toll for your fucking dinner, right? Parking. Oh man. Oh nah nah nah. Right. You, you better want to come over the crib, right? 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 We gonna, we gonna talk about that. I don't want. We're not gonna jump the gun. Listen. All I'm gonna say is, if you have a car and if you have a license, you might want to rethink your travel routes. And destinations moving forward Because as we get into 2024 New York City don't give a fuck At this point They don't care bro Yeah, They yeah. don't care how much you making Because they know you ain't making shit <laughs> They don't care how much food expenses are Because they know the food is dirt <laughs> They just they don't, don't care about fuck. nothing bro They don't give a fuck So everybody who's driving Who's trying to be on that mobile type of timing Get ready Oh and by the way They, they claim we're going to have a real wild winner I mean, niggas know not for the last three winners. This winner is coming with a vengeance, though. I'm like, it's, it's too they, nice outside. They think it's going to be cold? Yeah, this, it's 65 right now. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but something tells me this ain't good. <laughs> niggas are celebrating. It was, it was quite warm this morning. And I'm nervous. Quite warm this morning. You, it's never good to celebrate it being... First of all... It's the hottest Halloween ever, nigga. This type of weather means hurricanes. No, Facts. Need niggas to know that. Because there's a cold front right. and there's heat. <laughs> that shit don't work. <laughs> Hey, y'all niggas learn everything on this fucking podcast. <laughs> All y'all niggas is laughing. Okay. Y'all learn everything on this I shit. I hope y'all get the educational portion of it. We haven't really focused on politics in a while, we, but we, right. you still get you still get the education. Right. <laughs> so but, yeah, that's my all man, bro. Um, I don't really have an all man, but I do have a celebration. Oh. Last weekend, I went to see um tonight's conversation live. Oh wow. With Ace Metaphor Oh wow Trip Kita The whole gang The whole gang 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 they gang, was gang, there. gang 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 um, Wow how was that Cause I know seeing it online But actually being in the seat Being in the be Being in the pew And then watching it You are a part of something Super beautiful That's taken over Instagram Well it's like You said that beautifully And it's like A, a full circle type of moment Right Because as you mentioned When, you, when you're watching it on the screen Right And they have their little clips up uh-huh. and they put the little music behind right. and leaves you at a cliffhanger. It really is one of those moments where you'd be like, damn, I wish I was there. Right. That's how I, that's how I always uh, view that when I watch. I'm like, I wish I was there. Damn, that's, they, they're having fun. And being there, there were a couple of highlights. One, I want to shout out the whole cast and I want to shout out. I know Ace Metaphor. It's his baby. It's his brainchild. So right. shout out to Which him. Which came from a card game. Right. So to have that metamorph into this is, brother, shout so out it, to you. It actually started with him. He said when he first started, he was walking home from work and he would just make videos of himself talking about relationships oh. and stuff while he was. He said he was still in his scrubs while oh, he wow. walked from work and he would put the content. What up. is he, a nurse? or He R- was a nurse. Okay. Um, And then he said that 
he started the card game thing. Right. Because we all saw the we, conversation well, tonight cards. Literally, that was the first thing I saw. Everything he was making, he was pumping into them Instagram Facts. apps. Facts. Because them, them shits was on everybody page. This shit's really well. I mean, there was some good questions in them fucking cards. And then <laughs> he started doing, like, the little panels. Yes. And... He turned that into an app where you have to pay for it to see the, I, I didn't the episodes. Yeah, the actual podcast is behind an app paywall. This motherfucker is smart as hell. Yeah, he said, I'm so, going to capitalize on my baby. Right. right. You, so brother. even if you get like 100 people that signed up, I think it's like $5.99 a month or something like that. That's, that's a decent bag. That's a decent bag, and that's a decent way of living. And it's also, it's things that interest people, so it's going to keep them tied into your brand. Even long after you've you know gotten older and whatnot, people still going to be having these conversations. If not, the conversations would have evolved. There's always going right. to be a need for tonight's conversation. There's always going to be a so need for that. Shout out to that. you, brother. God damn. Um, but being there, yes. I, it may, where the all man could lie is okay. it made me miss our live shows. Mm. Their production was phenomenal too Like I didn't know what I was walking into I didn't know what I was expecting right. Or was going to expect when I saw that so if when I had, got there So if you had expectations It would have exceeded those It exceeded On it. every single cylinder He did They did Let me not just right. keep giving it to Ace But right. they the team, did right. An excellent job With how they They put the content together mm-hmm. What he does is He Tells the audience like, yo, first of all, there's 3,000 people in the building. And he sold it out three nights. <laughs> bro, a lot of podcasts ain't doing this. So, got to give a credit where credit is due. Shout out to the good brother. That's 9,000 in a weekend. It's 9,000 tickets sold, 9,000 people. How, how much were the tickets? A good price point? The tickets were expensive. So, he had they had three different tiers. They had okay. Super VIP. I don't know what that shit was. Right. They had VIP. Right. Um, and then they had regular admission. By the time of the show, the regular admission ticket I heard was $150. Oh wow, okay. It didn't start there. It's pretty it's pretty expensive. I think it started around forty, fifty dollars, like way back. Right. I mean, that's why you gotta jump on event right early. Stop fucking Facts. playing around. And then the the tickets that were day of were at one hundred and fifty just for general admission. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And so they, they were in the nosebleed seats. I'm sure they were in the back. Yeah, yeah they, they was in the back. back. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just it just the production value was was top tier. Um, and they had Mandy show up. Mandy joined oh, okay. the panel for shout out like, to Mandy, like the little guest. And I like that idea too. Like we're in different cities, and we'll get. The popping person in that city right. to join our panel right, right, and, right. and have the discussion. Manny ain't give him as much as I think they wanted, um, but that's not really her form. That's not her format either. Like the whole ask her a question and she answers it type thing. So um, she's more so of like let's have a conversation. And she can add spice to that conversation. Right. But nonetheless, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was really really good. And like I said, it made me miss us doing our live shows. I mean, so. you know, it don't take nothing but a chicken wing for us to get back on. Oh, absolutely. Bone, okay. Absolutely. It don't take nothing much. So I, I, I definitely need the listeners, though, to tell us if they're ready for the next live show. I mean, I have a venue in mind. Okay. I have a setup in mind. Okay. Um, Naturally, we got to discuss some more of the details. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I do have a small comeback show, not like the big one that we ended off with, right. but a small comeback just to test the waters. Like, right. I, I do feel like, you know what I mean? We could throw one of those out there. My biggest thing is I don't like to do them during the winter because... hit or miss. I mean, we did it one time and, we, and, and, and you guys blessed us. We did it at Drum. 
It was around November. That was the last one, 2018. Yes. We, 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 we had a packed house. My mama came in the building. That was the first, it was a packed That house. was the first day I met Silva. I forgot to suck her feet. That's neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, a, you know, it, was, it was a great experience. We had fun. The thing that I've said it already, probably going to change the verbiage as we do that next live show. It's so interesting to have a dialogue a big ass run on conversation of multiple different conversations on a platform yes. and then people actually come and now they're a part of it instead of looking at it through their phones right or listening computer. to us like we now invite you into a world so we would greatly appreciate it if you guys let us know if you're ready for the boys to make that comeback and like the big bro said we, we're just gonna test the waters a little bit we're gonna put the fucking foot you know what i mean we're gonna make sure a tadpole right, suck a little one yeah if if, if if a tadpole suck our big toe that means we're ready that's a lot of foot sucking okay. going on all right is that is that your intrusive thought that you want to talk about later uh, we, oh we're gonna talk about some <laughs> intrusive thoughts man um i'm th- i'm still thinking about manny's foot okay <laughs> okay um <laughs> but yeah no nah, i'm 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 excited for that i think it it is time for us to bring the live show back yeah i think one of the things that has always been kind of in the back of my mind since covid all these podcasts have sprung up facts like there's so many of y'all it's like and i want to make sure that we keep our uniqueness right and we don't go up on them stages and do what y'all niggas be doing and it seems like because we're really some of the originators of the live show of a lot of the other shit too like Like, i'm not even gonna hold nobody we did a live show in like 2017 2016 we we did a live show in like 2017 we we started up the podcast in 2016 and then we did another live show and then we did the drum one right and that was before everybody and their mom wanted to try that was before a lot of niggas were actually doing podcasts to begin with so now i don't want people to think that we just getting are doing the same sauce as somebody else because it's like nah so i want to just make sure that the show is unique enough that when people come they're like damn i had a really really dope great experience well, don't worry we'll just do promo clips and we'll insert those in some of the old clips that we did from the past shows and we're like hey so we're actually back but before we actually tell you what we're about to do let's bring you back up to speed let's see what you missed i just want to make sure the conversations hit oh no conversations gonna hit you know last time the conversations hit like a fat we ass. had niggas getting on stage right. dropping it low we I had a lot a of fool. shit going on a lot was going on and we had niggas come up and tell all the women in noise they ain't shit right <laughs> oh yeah that was crazy i was like he might die today <laughs> And if he died, he can't blame us. We ain't got no insurance. <laughs> a lot of shit was going was, on, yeah, but I feel like everybody left that and was like, I never had an experience like that before. Right. And two, this was amazing, and I love y'all. Like, right. that's what came from that. And with this fucking area being so saturated now, so saturated. I still want people to leave with that. Right. So that's the biggest thing, making sure that we curate an experience that y'all really, really fuck with. 2024, we got y'all. Speaking of curating experiences, oh man, this list shit has taken over the internet, bro. Bro, now it started. The remix videos are hilarious. It started with a video, right? With a young man, I guess, taking a woman on a date to to the the Cheesecake cheesecake Factory, factory. right? And the shorty refused to get out the car because she was like, she's not going to the Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory. Factory, To be honest, could be uh, type expensive too. So I was, I was very confused. I don't think I've ever been in the Cheesecake Factory, to be honest. All right, so we're gonna go before the end of the year because you need that experience. I don't think we're not gonna let a girl take you. I'm gonna just take you as the bro. I've been to Juniors, and that's the closest thing I got. Juniors is nowhere near cheesecake. No disrespect to Juniors. <laughs> so it's definitely not. I don't. I don't know what the ambiance inside is. It's it's given family friendly. 
Okay. That's really the army. It's yeah, it's a cheesecake factory. It's you go in there, you go in there really with your family, bro. You don't I'm not saying you don't bring a almost fucked up. I'm not saying you don't bring a girl that's to the first date, but I think that if you're trying to be like in the middle tier of what a restaurant of a first date could be versus what a restaurant on a first date probably shouldn't be, then you in a good little median if you do Cheesecake Factory. They got good food. The drinks do hit. Mm-hmm. The seats are comfortable. And it's a friendly environment. Like, it's nothing crazy. So I'm going to preface this conversation with this. Okay. I've been in the conversations that I've been having with women. Right. I've been telling them this key factor. Okay. It is hard for y'all as women to be as judgmental as some of you are about the places that men pick for this simple reason. Right. You're not used to curating dates for others. I'm going to go put my phone on the charge. <laughs> I think it's dying. It's really that simple. Like, that's, it's a great, hard, that's a great point. It's hard for y'all to be so judgmental about, oh, a man can't take me here. A man shouldn't take me there. A man shouldn't do this. A man shouldn't do that on the first date. When y'all don't have that pressure, y'all don't have that responsibility. Right. Nine times out of ten, the first date is always on the man. Facts. And so picking and paying, you can't tell that man what his pockets can allow. Nope. You can't tell that man what he should, what due diligence he should or shouldn't have done. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, half of y'all would fucking fail at trying to curate a date for a man. And that's just the first date. Yeah. I'm not talking about you dated this nigga for two years and now you know all the things that he liked. And some of y'all, if we being honest, some of y'all dated a nigga for two years and still don't know what the nigga like. (laughs) Y'all don't know where to take him now. (laughs) God damn. So for the judgment to be so high. That's why y'all be failing in school. God damn. That is my, that's my issue around this whole thing is like, yo, y'all really be trying us. Cause it's like, yo, what what actual experience do you have in terms of first dates? Instead of except for being taken on one, the problem is first date culture is solely predicated on how much a man spends, not necessarily where y'all going. It's predicated on I want to shit on hoes. Facts. That's really what this conversation is about. That's we, really what it's about. If we keeping it, a the buck. conversation is not even really about the nigga. It's about the woman's ego. Right. If, if we really trying to go there on tonight's conversation, I'm just saying at the end of the day, if a woman is upset with where you take her, I think as two grown adults, she needs to say that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I pray to God. I'm sure that he told her where they was going before the date started. My thing is this. Even if you don't like the suggestions or you don't like the date. Right. The purpose of dating is to gathering to information. That's it. You're learning about that individual and they're learning about you. So that might be some of the information that you learn. Like maybe you realize, ooh, he's not the best at putting dates together. But does that counter everything else that you learned on a date? That's how you make your decision. Nah, but on that date though, it was really, really like informative. I got to know a lot about him. I'm going to say this. Some of my best dates or the best parts of the dates were the parts that had nothing to do with money. I remember one of the best dates I went on. One of the best dates I went on, 
It was sporadic. It was by choice. It, I mean, it was by chance. I love those. One of my friends was like, yo, I'm in town. Um, and I was like, oh, word? I was like, well, we got to link up. She was like, sure. She was like, is there a sushi spot? I said, I know a lot of sushi. No. She said she was hungry. I was like, well, what do you like to eat? She was like, sushi, da, da, da. I was like, well, I know a really good sushi spot. We went to my favorite sushi spot, which is not like a high-end restaurant. It's a but, regular. But, but, but that's your spot. But it's, it, it has a nice ambiance. It has these nice little pillow type of sitting situation. So we went there. Definitely we're, we're chilling, talking, communicating. That was, I guess, the date, right? But it wasn't there. It, it wasn't the best part. It was just like a regular mm. chill. All right, we cool. What ended up happening was. You ended up smashing? No. Oh, nigga. Oh, uh, oh. Um, what ended up happen was, happening was I think her friend was in the city or something like that. And her friend was like, yo, link me in the city, da, 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 da. We ended up going to the city and we ended up going to the High Line Park. And just vibing and talking for like three hours until they closed the park. Mm. Then we ended up meeting with her friend in some fucking club and we were vibing out there. Then we ended up leaving that. And I think on the car ride back, like we had like a good conversation. And so it was all of the moments that were fire had nothing to do with spending money and were some of the things on this list. Highline Park. Oh, don't take nobody to the park. All that bullshit. So I'm like, yo. Highline Park is a fire-ass That's first a fire-ass park, bro. I mean, that's, I mean, I work in the city. I work literally down the block from that place, so. And I think we it's ended up fire. eating somewhere else, too. I think we might have went to Budokan that day. I might have mm. took it to Budokan that day. So, before we get back to. Yeah, before we get into the list. How does that work? Your friend says they're in the city. Are you treating them because they're in the city? Are you treating them because... Uh, they want to link up. You want to see them. How how does that go? I knew what time it was, so oh, I I I think I offered off it. Like, Damn, let right. me take you, let me all take right. you to the sushi spot or whatever. But I knew that there was a romantic interest. Oh, and we we wanted to explore it a little bit. So that was that was where that that kind of the groundwork was already there that this was gonna be a romantic ish type of uh, outing, but. Um, what I will say before I guess we get into, I want to go through all of these points. Now we got to go through all them restaurants too. Like what the fuck? I, I want to go through all these points. Tell but, me why. <laughs> Tell but, me why you can't go. <laughs> before we do that, I just I want to reiterate. Like, I don't think that the place matters as much as the company. You can have an amazing date and it not have anything to do with the setting. The setting helps. I'm not saying. It doesn't play a factor. And the fact of if a man does curate the date with the information that he's gathered through phone conversations, FaceTimes, text messages, DMs, what you put on your story, that is a plus. But that is that was going to be one of my other points. I was talking to somebody online about this same situation, and one of the people was like, um, if you just take me to any old restaurant, that lets me feel like you didn't put enough creativity into the date. And in my mind, I'm like, we put so much pressure on a first date. I don't even know if I'm going to like you after the date, but I'm going to spend mad better on you on the first date. I don't even know if I really want this. You don't even know if you really want this. We don't know. That's why the fuck we here. Now eat your fucking salad. 
Right. Flat bitch. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but there is the aspect of it, right? Like, it's like, how much effort do you want me to put in an experience where I'm just trying to get to know you? Because if, it, again, that's one of those situations where I'm like, if it's flip, a lot of that's a lot funny. of women that I know, they would be like, I'm not putting that much effort into something I don't know is going to last. So why the fuck should we? Right. So exactly. Y'all going to say, oh, tradition. I don't really know him enough to be like, because you trying to take me out. Where are you taking me? <laughs> I like Budokan. I like Say Less. Damn. I like Tao. Damn. So Fritos. Damn. Where are you taking me? She not <laughs> She You're take, not doing that. She's taking you to Denny's, nigga. <laughs> Denny's on the list, right? She's taking you to Denny's. You're not doing that on the first date. Like, most of y'all hoes not taking me to none of them spots. She going to Buddha who? Budapest, nigga? Yeah. We not going to Buddha. Yeah. Like, uh, like, what are you? Uh, Benny Hanna? No, I didn't say Benny. I said Buddha. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? Like, <laughs> many of y'all here, though, and be like, nah, I'm not right. taking I'm no not nigga. I'm not taking that. I don't know that nigga. Yeah, I ain't taking no nigga. That nigga was in my DM. Budokan, unless that's my boot. You're not taking no nigga nowhere like that. You're going to be like, yo, where's the festival? Right. And let's go there. Or let's, where's let's the order, mom and pop spot? Let's near order me? street food, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you a street nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Eat this fucking shrimp and lobster off the fucking shish kebab stick. I'm going to take you to the Chinese buffet. Right. You're going to take a nigga to the Yo, Chinese buffet. Bro. <laughs> like, why y'all acting like this? Like, that Yo. shit don't make no sense. Can nigga. I get fries with cheese on it? <laughs> Extra ketchup? That's what you taking that nigga. Yeah. I heard that nigga Dante. Girl, yeah. You, you going to reconsider taking a nigga to the movies? Yo, where's the nearest dining movies? We consider is crazy. Yeah, cause y'all, y'all really, y'all trying. I was surprised it. movies was on that list. I was like, the depending on if it's like a popular movie, that might be a good first date, and then y'all eat after type shit. Well, the thing about movie first dates is you don't get to to speak. But for me, Nigga, I've always the credits. You got twenty five minutes. I've always been taught dinner and a movie. Dinner and a movie is good. So I always. Would either do a dinner before or a dinner after. I personally think as an older man now, like, that sounds crazy. As older than when I was a teenager, yeah, uh, that sounds better. You are older, man. <laughs> but older than when I was a teenager, like, the dinner should come after the movie. The dinner should definitely come after so we have the itis. No, yeah, so no, that's, that's, not, that's not what <laughs> that's not, that's that. you would go to. Okay. <laughs> the dinner comes after so that you have something to talk about. Whether it's something that happened in the movie Did y'all like the movie Did y'all not like the movie What were some takeaways from the movie So that opens up the conversation Especially because you may not know this individual If you do the dinner before It could get awkward And then you're sitting in a movie with somebody That you had an awkward conversation with For two and a half hours and that, they, that ain't gonna work And then they farting all the way through it Like damn you should have never I, ordered that Alright we're gonna take a break Cause I don't <laughs> Fuck all right, so Lord, the missed. list. Mm. First one is the cheesecake fa- cheesecake factory. Right. I like s- I said, I never been, so you're gonna have to. By the way, if 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 you're dating me now, shout out to Rosa. If you've dated me in the past, shout out to you, beautiful women. And if we just had a one fuck off, you know, cheesecake factory is where my heart's at. Okay, 
Cheesecake Factory, I'm surprised. And, and and Olive Garden. Olive Garden, probably number one. Olive Garden, one of my favorites. <laughs> Olive Garden is one of my favorite restaurants of all time, hands down. Uh, but Cheesecake Factory is where the soul's at. My sister Lisa introduced me to Cheesecake Factory years ago. Shout out to Lisa. And nigga, I've been going ever since. Okay. Like some of those, I, I really, I, I get it. They're chain restaurants. Right. So there isn't as much creativity around. Did you think about what I want in a restaurant? Cool. Got that part. But other than that, some of those are staple-ass restaurants. I was about to say, it's a fucking staple, bitch. Like, it's one of those that, at, le- at least for teenagers, <clears throat> if, if you are 18 and under, yo, take your date to the fucking Olive Garden and take them to the Cheesecake Factory. You're okay. And, and if, if you're older, I understand slightly. I understand slightly. You you should be a little bit more experienced in the dating game to know the tricks of the trade, to know what's going to leave a lasting impression. But that doesn't take away from the fact that the restaurant itself, they got good food, decent ambiance. I don't really see why, like, Applebee's, I like Applebee's. Well, what's crazy is I don't think Applebee's, this is my opinion, Applebee's could be a wild ass first date though Cause y'all niggas get really fucking drunk Them drinks are strong as fuck Applebee's I, I ain't gonna hold you You might end up fucking at Applebee's And you, you're gonna get kicked out and go to jail But you might end up fucking there Because <laughs> Apple, them drinks are strong So I've been to Applebee's four times this year bro Them drinks are strong For me my Mind you I don't. There's a lot of stuff on this list That I would not do as a first date Me neither But still I wouldn't do, even though I haven't been to, I wouldn't do the Cheesecake Factory as a first date. Um, I wouldn't do Applebee's as a first date. I wouldn't do Denny's, and, I, and Denny's is cool. But we're we going to get there. Okay. Uh, we, can, we in order right now. <laughs> Chili's. I don't like Chili's. So you. <laughs> the way he's. So I don't like that shit. So, uh, it's actually fucking chilly. Like, yeah, nah, bitch, it's cold. Not doing that. Chipotle, if you're taking somebody to Chipotle for the first date. <laughs> Hang it the fuck up. You you not ready. <laughs> you not ready or you in high school. Why and would even, you do that? And even in high school, I would not tell you to take no nobody to no fucking fuck you do Chipotle for a date. Y'all could order Chipotle before y'all go right. to Chipotle. Get an appetizer, bitch. <laughs> Why would you do that? I didn't even realize I was on the list. That's I, a horrible first date. Olive Garden, I'm not taking nobody to Olive Garden for the first date. First, but I'm not <clears throat> mad at nobody who does that. I've done that before. I'm not mad at it. Okay. I'm not mad at it. Like, like the ambiance of Olive Garden actually be all right. First of all, nigga, all you need is this fucking shrimp and the chicken Alfredo and a fucking two two glasses of some Riscato, and you're good, nigga. You don't even you don't even remember you at Olive Garden. The Olive Gardens I've ever been to, they got a lot of greenery. Right. In the in the spot. Feel like I'm at a motherfucking vineyard, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The ambiance is all right. I'm I'm not mad at Olive Garden. The movies, like I said, I understand. A movies, you don't want to just do a single singular movie date with no option to communicate. Just go into the movies. I think that's a good young um, date because after the movies, y'all broke asses is probably walking home or walking somewhere. That's a fact. Nobody had a conversation. Nobody got a car, and if you do, it's not yours. Right. As adults, if you just go to the movie, there's really no chance to communicate. Y'all just sitting there it's vibing. Pro- it's probably a dub after that too. Yeah, it's probably a dub. Now, it gets tricky in 2023 because we have a lot of dining movie theaters now. Oh, yeah, facts. You can eat while you enjoy the film. So if you get there a little early, you know, 
You could sit down. You could talk. Shout out to Alamo House. Alamo House. Shout out to IPIC. IPIC. And IPIC is a motherfucking date. I don't care what yeah, nobody yeah. tells me. Shout out to AMC theaters that also have the dining and the reclining fucking chairs. There's an AMC in Levittown. They have a fucking bar. They bring you the drinks and the liquor. If I'm taking Nigga, you to IPIC where we get a fucking blanket right. and we get to. I don't want to hear shit. I want to hear the To recline? That's a date, my nigga. And, 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 and somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't I picked it? Don't them tickets start at $60 a person? Yes. So I don't want to hear shit, bitch. We already in. We already at 120 We ain't order no food yet. We ain't order no By food. By the time we get bro. the bill, it's 278 <laughs> Are you dumb? Get the fuck out of here, man. Continue. Uh, your house. Okay. All right. Y'all, okay. y'all, y'all gotta stop lying. Y'all gotta. This would this way y'all fucked up. This should have never been on the list. As a as a first date. No, but let let's let's be real. Let's Some be of y'all realistic. are going to niggas' houses right after the date. There is no date. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about? We're out. Thank you so <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> niggas say ain't no date. You linking a nigga that you've been talking to for months. For months on IG. And finally. And then y'all decide to talk spicy. That one night And you horny And you go over and you link the nigga. And you suck that nigga dick like it's a fucking Suck chili. him off. That's it. Alfredo, that motherfucking dick. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, that sauce he got coming out his. Uh. Now I know why y'all like crab legs. Right. It's practice. Right. <laughs> Fuck. Like, that nigga bust them lobsters down, boy. But granted, mm. beyond that, beyond okay. no circumstances, right. telling somebody to come to your crib as a first date is fucking insanity. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way, dogs. Ain't no way. <laughs> I'm telling no hoe to come to the crib. For the first day, first of all, y'all hoes be crazy. First day, you gotta be laced. <laughs> you gotta be laced. These hoes be crazy. You want something? I'm not telling you, yo, yeah, nah. <laughs> what we gonna do for the night is you gonna you finna to come over, right? And I'm finna bust them cheeks. You don't even know it's gonna go down like that. She Shorty could come over and rob your whole shit. She might, she might send, she might send that girl from the casino. Remember that? I don't day? want no random stranger knowing my address. Let's just put oh, yeah. it. Let's okay. make it that simple. All right. Don't want no random nigga that I'm just like, yo, I sent it to the shorty and she she just pop up. Nah, they yo, can't do it. I was fucking with some chick for a few years. Bro, I didn't find out until 2020 that the address that she had me picking her up from was her best friend's house. I was doing that for three years, oblivious. She told me the truth in 2020. She said, I didn't want you to know where I lived. I was like, but bitch, we never had a anything. We, we always had a good time. And it's crazy because I've known her for years and in 2020 is when I actually smashed. But I've known her for years. I respect it. <clears throat> I respect it. She's like, I just need to know you wasn't crazy. I was like, bitch, my dick is in your mouth. How crazy is that? Women need to be safe. So I respect I it. Like, like, you got Uber drivers out here that save the address or save the number oh, nah. and be like, yo, I'm trying to see if I could take you on a date. So I understand. I never heard that in my life. Yeah, I, they got stories must, of this I, shit. I must be out the loop. I was I was once upon a time an Uber driver. I never did no shit like that. Nah, it was it was a little bit after your tenure. Okay. All right. That this started to be good. Okay, come yeah. a popular. My shit thing. ended in twenty eighteen officially. Especially like Uber Eats. Oh. A lot of niggas drop off the food and then like there's stories of women saying like, yo, they this nigga would I would see this nigga by the crib or he would be outside and be like, yo, you know, I dropped off your food the other day. Can I get your number type shit? Oh, nah, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it ain't it. So yeah. I understand that. The house shit, first date, absolutely not. Yeah. Nope, nope. Niggas. And I'm, I'm also thinking about this from the lens of what I would tell my daughter if okay. I had a daughter. Um, niggas, niggas is going through certain lens and extremities just to 
get a check. That's scary. Fast food restaurants. Nigga, if you tell a girl to meet you at Burger King, McDonald's, or, or you're taking her to Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, White Castle, Chick-fil-A, you deserve whatever the fuck happens to you. Especially if she eat that shit every day. <laughs> oh, there's some girls who eat that shit every fucking day. That's a fact. Big facts. No lies detected. But you you hear you yeah. come talking about yo, our first date is McDonald's. I don't even think niggas even consider that in 2023. That's not even this shouldn't be on the list solely because it's so fucking stupid. McDonald's like, is a hundred over a hundred years old. I'm sorry. If a nigga is telling you, yo, I'm taking you to McDonald's, he gotta be twelve years old. Right. And <laughs> at twelve, that's plausible. Yeah, at twelve, that's plausible. Cause if the nigga's telling you he's taking you to Benny Hanna's at twelve, there's a problem. <laughs> well, nigga, you don't have if you got Benny Hanna money at twelve, nigga, you scamming. Nigga, if he not playing with Yu-Gi-Oh cards at twelve, <laughs> motherfucking bro, talking about I'm taking shorties on dates. Right? No, the fuck you not, nigga. You can't even spell date. Yeah, go go date fucking <laughs> Pikachu, <laughs> Charmander. You better go get them fucking uh, <laughs> get them Pokemon in that video game. You yeah, playing. yeah. You behind fuck, on three fuck missions. Fuck we talking about Spider Man? Go date one of these niggas. Right? Man. What the fuck are you talking about? So Good yeah, luck. if if a grown ass man says, yo. <laughs> I'm taking you to McDonald's. He don't respect your shit. Nah, he actually think you an idiot. He think you're a fuck idiot. Think you're a fucking you pussy. Take me for idiot. You take me for joke. <laughs> Nigga, he, he don't fuck with. He think you're dumb. He, he thinks you're a fucking imbecile. <laughs> we don't even use that word no more. He thinks you're an imbecile. Buffalo Wild Wings. I like it, but that's I, not a date I spot. I was for me. about to say that's one of your favorite chickens of all time. Yeah, I I, I like I like wings. That's not a date spot. First of all, the, the problem with wings as a date spot in general is sauce all over the fucking place. You're going to get sauce on your face. She, gotta, she actually got to suck the sauce off her finger. It's a lot of like, yeah. unless y'all real comfortable with one another. Looking at each other in that lens. In that lens of right. sloppy. First. Looking sloppy. Nigga, you might get some white sauce on the side of your lip. She might say you got some white sauce on the side of your lip. And she not going to lick it off either. She going to wait for you to either lick it off or take a napkin. Right. So if you if you're not comfortable looking fucking doofy in the face right. during the date. Right. That's not the spot to take nobody to. And I'd appreciate it if you do have some white sauce on the side. You normally don't pick up a napkin anyway. Just lick that shit off. I'm 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 a little lost, but <laughs> I'm a ride with you, I think. <laughs> I think I'm a ride with you. <laughs> <laughs> but that to me is not that's not the environment you know what i mean y'all right. dipping in the, the basket you biting off wait wait what you dipping in the basket all right the basket of wings okay you getting french fries biscuit, first of all it's not right. even high quality food i was about to say that shit is overly saturated <laughs> with sugar and diabetes <laughs> Y'all gonna somebody gonna get somebody's gonna be diabetic before hey, it's over. Well, with fucking buffalo wings, right. you definitely getting high fucking blood pressure, all that sodium that's in that bitch. So it's not even high quality food. You should not be suggesting a, a spot that the shorty can't get at least something that's gonna be considered nutritious right. at the spot. Especially if you know she a little on the hefty side, and we love our thick women. But nigga, don't nigga don't kill her. Wingstop is in the same boat as McDonald's. Well, what's crazy is I haven't had chicken in eight years. I never had anything at Wingstop, so I really don't know. Yeah, Wingstop. Yeah. Wingstop looks like the McDonald's of wings. So I mean, shout out to Rose. Huh? 
Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. Red Lobster. Red Lobster fell off the bandwagon these last few years. I don't know. I mean, I took somebody to Red Lobster years ago. Um, and we had a great time, but that was a year. That was like 2013. It, to me, Red Lobster, BBQs, Dallas BBQ, all Olive Garden, all those those type of so chain years. restaurants right now, they are more for like the 23 or let's put an even number, 25. It's not even, it's an odd number, but it, for the niggas. <laughs> 25 and under okay. type of spots. Okay. Like, it's acceptable to me if a 22-year-old decides that they want to take you to Applebee's or they want to take you to Red Lobster. That's what it is for me in terms of first dates. Especially if you make it like 25000 or 30000 a year as a 23-year-old. You right. Know, nigga, you don't have it. Right. So, like, Red Lobster and the movies you, is a fire-ass date. You could afford the iPick. That shit is a fire date for a little 22-year-old. Facts. 35, 33, I might question you Suspect a little bit. a little bit. Yeah, I might be like, bro, you could have, you know what I mean? You could have thought of something a little different. Right. But I'm not mad at the Red Lobster for the youngins. Like, let's, we got to push it into context because niggas is going to get confused. The this prob- dating shit is confusing. The problem is we still don't know who made the list. We don't. We don't Actually, know. And somebody said it was, somebody, somebody said it was generation that's under us. Which it probably was. It probably was because this this don't apply to us. We too, to we say, too, we slightly too old for this shit here. Definitely slightly too old. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't even none of like we like I said, like we said, I don't do half of this shit, right. and I wouldn't even yeah, think to take somebody this, yeah. to. There's only about two or three on here, and we are gonna get to them that y'all need to slow your fucking brakes. <laughs> y'all need to hold the fuck on. Yeah, y'all getting a little too big for your britches. We are gonna get to that. But everything else I somewhat agree with Like right. as an older nigga Like I'm right. not Right This is not what I'm doing at, In my 30s When niggas was maybe 25 I would have been more uh, Like upset at this list But I'm not Right Um, A buffet That was one of the slowdown moments Hold, yeah. hold, hold Buffets your fuck. could get crazy There's some nice New Jersey buffets I was about to say Jersey got that buffet game on lock By the way <laughs> Yeah, they really do. They do. Yeah, but Jersey got that hands down. What's wrong with the endless food, my nigga? Nigga, what's wrong with fucking Seabreeze? Nigga. <laughs> like. Nigga. Like, we, we got endless food, which means endless conversation here. Right. Nigga, we both paying $50. To for, sit down for two hours nigga, and get as much food as we want. Nigga, we about to go crazy. <laughs> Actually, bitch, you could take food home. You got kids? <laughs> You ain't got to cook. You ain't even got to tell me <laughs> that you want to order something. A bitch is already ordered. The food is already pre-made, bitch. Actually, they're bringing out more rice now. Because we know your kid got a starch problem. He <laughs> love him some fucking rice. IHOP. <laughs> IHOP is really insane to me. I don't know why niggas take you to IHOP for the first, first day. Date. Unless, yeah, first day unless y'all niggas is having a breakfast date. Yeah, unless you having like a, a breakfast or a brunch type situation. IHOP is definitely not first date vibes. That's yeah. like <laughs> you've been talking to her for a minute and then you bring IHOPs in the bed for breakfast. Well, we're going to talk about what happens when you bring food in the bed in a little bit. but <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, I, sounds like bed bugs. <laughs> sounds bad. IHOP is, is not a first date. And I love IHOP, but that's not a first date now. Denny's, Denny's is IHOP. Denny's is basically, uh, nigga, Denny's is Johnny Rockets. <laughs> it's all the same shit. The gym, okay. We got we got yeah, to pump the brakes again. Pump the brake on this. You guys already heard my horror story with this. <sighs> now, Shorty told me I was broke. 
I understand why the gym may not be the best first date. It's not high. It is not a good first date, but it's not a terrible first date. Okay. Especially if Shorty is into physical activities. I mean, if she fucking, she should be in the gym. Well, <laughs> she should be sure. She should be in the gym, cardio and all that. She should be. In the but gym. if you like, I dated a girl who was getting into fitness, and it wasn't planned to. I mean, technically, it wasn't our first date, but it wasn't. It was a date that I would consider within the first date realm. Okay, and we ended up going to the gym. And how long was you at the gym? We were there for a good minute. We laughed. We joked. We did, had an amazing fucking did, time. Did in you the guys gym. work out together, or you worked on separate stuff? And then we worked out together in certain certain instances, and then we did our separate thing in other instances. So we we did some sit ups together. We did partnered sit ups. Um, she watched me bench press and was trying to spot. She went and did her own thing, and then I would was sitting there watching her. Like we had a really good time. She went, I think, and and ran on the treadmill. While I was lifting weights, we had an amazing time in the gym. And so, again, I know that that's probably not that's not something that I would suggest as a first date solely because of sensitivities. You don't know what type of underlying illnesses people have and they may feel um, self-conscious about. So bringing up like, yo, let's go to the gym. Some people who are insecure about some of the things that's going on with them might feel like. One, if they say no, you're going to get offended. And then two, if they say yes, they're going to get embarrassed. So I understand that I aspect know. of you it. You can't do five minutes on the treadmill. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the Some fuck up. Some people can't, bro. <laughs> uh, and I understand, I understand, but it, has, it may not have anything to do with their size, their weight, their whatever. They just they may have something going on with them. So I understand <clears throat> why, why some people might feel some type of way about it and why it's not probably the, the best. I wouldn't. If I was advising somebody, I wouldn't advise them to take somebody on a first date. Okay. Right. But it's to me, it's also not a bad date. And if the nigga want to take you out, that don't mean he broke. Well, oh, that's the fuck. part that I don't, that God I, damn. in your scenario that I didn't like. God damn. Is like you suggesting it doesn't mean that you're trying to, and that's the thing with a lot of this. It's often associated with, oh, this person is broke. That's why they're suggesting it. Or this is low energy. That's why they're suggesting it. If you go to the Midwest, Denny's is popping. <laughs> That's all they got, my nigga. That's all the fuck they got. Real shit. Nigga, Denny's is the creme de la creme, motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, they gonna look at you crazy if you like, yo. You know what the problem is? Niggas gotta get out of major cities and really fucking travel, bro. Yeah. They gotta realize. That's really the problem, bro. We, we are privileged. <laughs> Our dating scene, if you come from Atlanta, Jersey... New York, Philly, Chicago, these places, these, you know, Tennessee, LA, LA, these places are known for their fashion, for their food, for the nightlife, for the date life, and for all the extra shit that makes these cities what they are. If you were to travel outside of your city for one week or even a weekend, you might be humbled. You might want to try it. Yeah, like you might, you might want to try. I've been to Ohio, <laughs> which is totally different from New York. Like, I was in Ohio this year. I've been to Montana. Okay, like I'm not saying that they don't have nice restaurants and stuff like it's that. It's just different. It's just different, and and I'm pretty sure the way they think is not how we think. 
you you got people showing up to nice restaurants and flip flops and fucking shorts. Like it's not the same. So yeah, like this is not this def- definitely doesn't even cover like the United States. Nah, in the sense of I culture, this, I think this just covers major cities and major food chains that most of us deem and know as pos- um popular. Now the same thing with churches. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, I, I gotta don't calm down. I don't think. Churches are a great first date. I wouldn't suggest anybody take anybody to church <laughs> for the first date. But I could see why someone would be like, yo, let's do let's a breakfast together. and go to a uh, church. Let's get our worship on. And a lot of people claim that the best people, the, the, the spouses or the best people to meet are in church. That's what that's what women say. So if you met this man in church and he suggests that the first date be church and something else, I don't know. It ain't. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Me, this guy. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> but <laughs> I can see the rationale behind somebody saying, yo, I want I want us to go to church uh, before we do our date or after. Now, if this is a standalone Going to church as a standalone date for the first date is fucking wild. <laughs> Y'all niggas need therapy because <laughs> I don't. Unless I'll give I'll give a pass. Some churches be having like fun activities and shit. Yeah, because churches they be having youth night and then they have games and then they have interacting things where you could actually do that has nothing to do with church. Right, they make it feel like you're at a whole different venue. But right. you but you in church, so don't 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 be acting too crazy. There's discussion pieces. <laughs> mm-hmm. They might do like a couples, whatever. Yeah. Like, or, uh, you know, if this is your first time here, you know, why'd you come? What city are you from? And tell us one interesting fact about you. Something like that to break the ice. And then they go and then they do breakout sessions. I've been to one of them years ago when I went to a church downtown. But I think it's called the Tabernacle. And it's actually not far from where we are recording this podcast. Actually, it's right down there uh, somewhere by Fulton Street. Starbucks. Where the fuck are y'all sitting? I was about to say Starbucks don't even have seating no more. It's that barely ass. any seating in they most took, of the Starbucks. They took all that shit up, nigga. When COVID, had, they said, you know what? We don't even. Got, we actually don't need niggas sitting in here. Yeah, there are like maybe four or five <laughs> spots to sit in Starbucks, and that's it. So yeah, no, that's not it. If you if you're suggesting Starbucks, and let's say it is one that has a seat, that to me sounds like there's a safety concern. I want to be able to get the fuck up out of here if I need to quickly. Starbucks is where you have a meeting and you have a nigga sign a contract. Because <laughs> that's what I did. It's a fact. You do it You do it in a public setting. It's an in and out. You ask a nigga, hey, do you want coffee? Do you want tea? You don't drink anything. I sign these papers. Let me know if you have any questions. Facts. <laughs> you don't try to vibe right. out. That is a vibe out after right. date. Like right. after you establish something. Right. Babe, let's go to Starbucks and just chill out for a little bit. I got right. a, a little project I'm putting together. I'm doing some schoolwork. Right. Nigga, that's what that and is. And I want to see you. A first date is insane. Bitch, meet me after I get out the gym. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Coffee dates and tea dates. Slow it down. Slow it down. Yo, I've had some dope ass tea dates. First of all, wow. there are some really dope tea spots In that are Harlem. designed as date spots. Facts. They even got this shit in New York where there's a bus ride that is a, a fucking tea joint. Um, one of my uh, one of my guests just put me on to that. So you guys know I work at a hotel. One of my guests came to the hotel, I think, two weeks ago. And she said, I forgot the name of it. And she showed me the photos. The whole fucking bus is designed as if you had a fucking tea party. Right. And nah, you go around and, the city. Yeah, and you go around the city while drinking tea. I was like, nah, that's one of the littest things I ever saw. 
That shit is fire. I'm taking somebody I'm on a date like yeah, that. that because that's an experience. Exactly. That's an experience. You buy into that. And day. the shit is not cheap. Yeah, y'all was about to say it's definitely not cheap. That shit so, is expensive. Y'all gotta slow down. Cause definitely some of not. these some of these tea spots, first of all, three years ago, y'all was y'all was claiming y'all wanted coffee dates because if you didn't like the nigga, you could leave. Now y'all saying coffee dates is trash and tea dates is trash. Pick pick one. This is why niggas is confused out here. It changes every year, bro. It don't matter if they pick one or not. They're going to change their mind tomorrow. Ice cream dates I fuck with. Ice cream. I had a great ice cream date, and it just never worked out. I think she, she thought I was turning gay because I was painting my nails. I don't know. I don't know if it's a first date. It was it, it was good for, for me. It was, a good, it was right down the block, too. But I'm not mad at it being a first date. And there's some... Ri- Ice cream museum. How about that? Ice cream museum is lit. You're going to be spending money at ice cream museum. And that is a great first date. At least $50, $60 max. F- F- fuck the money. The ambiance itself is fucking amazing. Nah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. So if you, mad, if you mad at me taking you to the ice cream museum for the first date, that's your loss. Bitch, you might as well melt. Okay? You might as well melt. Family functions. Okay. <laughs> they could be lit They could they be They could be really lit But I ain't doing that First date Cause You're gonna have It's gonna be pressure Your cousin Or your aunt Somebody pressing somebody Somebody from the family Is gonna give that person A hard time Facts For the first date I don't know if I want to The first question That's gonna be asked is What are your intentions With my fucking daughter Yeah yeah. I'll, I'll, He's trying to stick dick in the nigga I think it's gonna be the scene That I reposted the other day From fucking bad boys <laughs> Fuck is your name <laughs> Terrence Speak up I can't hear you little nigga Like I don't know, I don't know If man. I wanna put somebody In the blender Oh, man. On the first day, and I don't even know if I like them. Right, you might might need to get go to the store and get some more almond milk if you're gonna put them in the blender. And then they get they they end up getting a little fucking flustered and say the wrong thing, and now your family don't fuck with them. They're gonna get grilled, nigga. Like when Tasha cursed out Lawrence insecure, he ain't make it to the family function. She's like, you know what? You're just a fuck, nigga. So right. the next one is a movie night in terms of Netflix and chill. Naturally, that's the same as asking a nigga, uh, asking somebody to come over your crib, right? Because somebody getting fucked. Yeah, nah, I'm, that's not a first date. I, I agree that in most cases that. But if you've been friends for a while, nigga, I don't mind it, nigga. Okay, if you've been friends and she's been coming over as a friend, right? That could be a first date. Facts, because we already know what we're gonna do that we ain't never do before. We we doing a new experience. It's called take your clothes off. Sound for us to get naked. I should have started with Chris Brown because this nigga. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it no more. Um, <laughs> something that requires a long drive. Hold the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I thought y'all like <laughs> y'all don't like road trips. <laughs> this nigga acts love. <laughs> hold, hold the fuck up. Let me drink some food. First of all, the long trip allows me to determine your music taste. Because what I like to do on dates, I'm giving away some of the sauce. Oh, man. What I like to do on dates is be like, yo, you about to be the DJ for the night. You plug your phone in and you DJ while we're on our journey to the destination. Man, you sound like you've done this once. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a voice. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's like I said, I'm X, be Vince. <laughs> what the like, fuck was that? Like, go ahead, you DJ, and oh, I'm going I'm to I'm see what your taste is like. And then on the way back, I'll DJ. And I got a playlist already curated. So that type of shit, them long drives allow you to do that. Or if a good conversation pops up. Now, I have been on the opposite side of that where 
Somebody spoke for a really long time during <laughs> during the drive, yeah, and you I was told like, me about "Damn, that. that that was a lot." Yeah, and, but and 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 you know, her breath be stink because we know her. <laughs> breath be stink. I don't even know if we talk about the same person. No more. I think we are. <laughs> and we're back. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bowling is on this list. Wait, we uh, yeah, y'all niggas gotta I'm slow down. Yeah, I'm about to slap the fuck out of y'all with my nine and a half bowling shoe. What's wrong with y'all? Bowling is a beautiful date. How the fuck is bowling trash on the first date? Y'all not going to the right bowling alley. I'm gonna see so many sides of you: your fun side, your competitive side, your shy side, your winning side, your losing side. You go to Brooklyn Bowl. That's a fire um, spot, Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah, you are gonna be spending some bread though, but it's a fire spot. Lucky Strike. You go to you go to three sixty lanes in, in Queens. Come Bolero. On. You go you go to that shit that we went to for your birthday years ago in in Long Island where they had the DJ as right. bowling. Fish bowls to, was forty. You go to fire spots, right? And like you said, we put a little competition together. Yo, gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna learn so much about you. Let me see how competitive you are. Okay, I see your fire. I see your trash talk. You could learn a lot about a shorty about the way she trash talks. Oh, yeah, facts. Like, how she actually really be talking shit. Yeah, like, you can know if she's been outside or not by the way she trash talks. Especially if she on that hood shit. Damn. Right, right. If, if, if she doing all of this and that, she's showing a side of you. And you got to know if you prepare for that. Right, she's showing a side to you, and you got to know. If she's bad at it, she probably ain't been off the porch. Right. Because if you just graduated from law school and this bitch is talking about suck my dick after she done got three strikes, that that's that's the last date. <laughs> you you should that's not you're not bringing her home to mom. Yeah, you're not doing that. <laughs> Nightclubs. <clears throat> now I'm tr- I'm a little half and half on this only because I think lounges can be a good date. Lounges have taken over the club scene, by the way. Come on, like how bartenders have taken over the strip scene. Not, yeah, yeah, y'all getting too much. Nah, but I would not. I, I, I definitely would not advocate nobody be like, "Yo, our first date is going." The, to club, the club is the club is really ridiculous. Where you're standing up and possibly shaking ass and listening to a DJ and listen. Yeah, you can't talk. I mean, you can't talk. You got to yell. Got to yell at each other. There's nothing y'all can really speak about. Uh-huh. It's, it's probably wild, awkward. And to be honest, if I'm being a, if I'm being hundred percent. You're probably going to spend way more money at the fucking club than you actually would at a restaurant. Now, if you're going to the club, let's let's switch the scenario because maybe okay. that's like general admission club date. You right. just pay for the club. Y'all just standing right. at the club. Standing is crazy. If you go and you buy a section <sighs> at the club, that's still not a good first date. Buying a section, you, you're paying somewhere between the, the, them $200 prices out of here. You're paying somewhere between $350 starting. All the way up to twelve hundred. Some clubs seating is fifteen hundred. That's the minimum. Facts. So there's a club across the street from my um my hotel. They have a section in there called the VIP experience. It's six. I think it's six thousand dollars. I'm not even joking. It can fit ten people. Not even joking. I was like, well, that won't be a first date, but that that's a date where you or your, or your friends get fucked up. I guess. Like maybe <clears throat> you do that to as a nightcap of the date. Like I we didn't went. Here and there, we had dinner and conversation. I don't want the night to end. Let's party. Let's party for a little bit, and I'll get a section. Okay. Okay. Maybe. All right, big fella. Uh, yeah, big dog. I hope you fucking after that, too, in the section. Hookah bar. I'm, I don't really frequent, though, so you have to. Yeah. Uh, it depends, because uh, 
I've definitely taken uh, women, my fair share of women, to hookah lounges and hookah spots. Um, first of all, you got to know if she's into hookah. That's number one. Because if she's uh, one mistake I've made in the past, if she tells you she's not into hookah, you're going to be the only nigga smoking hookah. That means you should have went by yourself and you should have took her somewhere else that you know she would have enjoyed the date better and not for your own selfish gains. So I learned my lesson quick, fast with that. However, um, hookah lounges can be dope because hookah lounges are now... Um, they're, they're, they're not necessarily hookah lounges Yes they have hookah And the lounge might be named after like Shisha or something Or you know Halo something Or it might be something hookah bar But they got good food The ambiance is fire they, they always have lit DJs Most of the hookah lounges that I've gone to Most of the hookah lounges that I still go to They play nothing but Caribbean music mm-hmm. So it's always a vibe anywhere in my opinion If you go to a spot that plays Caribbean music They're oh, gonna play everything from dancehall From the 80s, 90s, 2000s All the way up until now And why it may be awkward <laughs> Is because I'm gonna want a dub If I'm in a, a setting like that oh, And yeah. she may not want to, to break the touch barrier yet Yeah she might not She might not want to do that um, And that's why you gotta talk spicy And buy drinks And probably buy more drinks than food Get them a little lit Well that's a, That's another reason Why shorties is like They don't wanna do bars And they don't wanna do hookah lounges Because a lot of women are setting certain standards for themselves where it's like, I'm not going to drink too much on the first date because I don't want to get sloppy drunk and do some dumb shit that I don't want to do. Or, oh, or I'm going to regret tomorrow. I'm mm. going to wake up tomorrow and be like, why the fuck did I do that? I had a situation where I was at a hookah lounge by myself, started talking spicy to this girl via IG. She left where she was, drove to me in her mom's brand new red, candy, candy red at that. Um, Mercedes Benz And we fucked all night We fucked all night And she met up at the hookah lounge first So it was beautiful Sound, Sounds like a vibe Yeah it was, it was a vibe I don't know why you needed to touch me oh, I'm sorry <laughs> Sorry Mr. Had she gave me Okay Alright all right. Um, Moving along Okay Uh, Waffle House Unless y'all niggas is trying to fight Right <laughs> That's the only reason why we, you, you should go there we went to Atlanta we, a couple years ago. Couple years back. I hit Waffle House one of them uh-huh, times. One of them times we were there. That is not a spot to yeah, that's, that you take a date They to. probably thought we was a couple. The food was good. <laughs> the food was good. The white lady was great. I think her name was Jill. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Sporting events. Y'all got to stop. So you mean to tell me that if it's, if, if it's the playoffs and we're not going to see the Lakers versus next? You you not coming to that? And, and and a nigga might have middle section uh, seats? I bet you lying. Like, I get it if you don't like sports, you're right. not into basketball, football, none of that. I know you But lying. if you if you have some type of interest in a sport, and I be like, yo, we going to the basketball game as a first date, it's not a bad idea. Right. You can definitely talk. We could definitely talk. And there's moments throughout the game where you can talk, because they have intermission, bitch. It's called halftime. 100% you can talk. <laughs> like... All that, all y'all, y'all, y'all reaching with that one. But that concludes the list. And then niggas came out with a list. Now, yes. I want to preface this by saying the nigga list is clearly satire. <laughs> but there are some hits on this. First of all, he not even here, and I feel like he never died. Every time I saw this list reposted, the first nigga face I see is Kevin Samuels. I'm like, y'all ain't never gonna let that man. Y'all ain't never gonna let him die ever. Yeah, well, they have one with Kevin next right, to Right, right. I'm like, bro, it, it feels like he's not dead. And I know that's kind of weird to say, but it feels like he never died. We're just going to run through this God shit real quick. Damn, son. 
So again, the, the men's list was definitely in response to the women's list, and it's satirical to make people realize like how dumb we all are sounding when we put up these stupid ass rules and parameters. First, but to be fair, some niggas actually do say these things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I know that the purpose of the list was satirical, but some niggas actually do say the things that are on this list. Here we go. Single mothers. Single mothers got some good ass box. I don't know what y'all talking about. That's a fact. I've definitely dated a girl. She had uh, a kid and then she had another kid on the way. And my last fuck is when she had the other baby on the way. I was like, all right, cool. Women with tattoos. I fucking love a good tattoo. Lord. I'm dating women with tattoos. Make me want to fuck you more. Women who dress like this in public. I don't know what this is. They did not (laughs) give an example. (laughs) That's left to interpretation. Left to interpretation. Sex workers. I'm a fuck me a sex worker. I don't strippers. I've had I've strippers. dated I've dated strippers. If you got an OnlyFans, that's none of my business. I've definitely paid for OnlyFans. Like I would date a girl who I don't know. I would date a girl with OnlyFans, but I don't know how serious. It depends I take on them. what her content is. There's a girl who definitely sold 150 milk jugs. She was in a tub and she poured milk on her and then sold those milks that she poured and people bought them. Like I'm not judging it. Like if if I end up Bumping into somebody I really like, and they say they got an OnlyFans. I got, I gotta know, I gotta know what the content is though. I got OnlyFans now too, I guess. This nigga said I got OnlyFans now too. All right. Um, women with the IG page, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Women with non ear piercings, hold the fuck up. <laughs> when that nani is pierced, that's that, a different type yeah, of shorty. That sex really can get crazy. That sex is different. Mm. Um. Women with purple hair or other unnatural colors. Women with whole friends. Now, might be a point here. <laughs> Sometimes the whole friends drag you in the whole shit. Sometimes the whole friends drag you in the whole shit. And next thing you know, y'all all at a sex party. And we all fucking. <laughs> we all fucking. Sounds like a real life. Sounds like a real life experience. Yeah. Brought to you by... <laughs> that has a bow tie. That has a bow tie. Um, models who market to men. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, women who travel regularly. That's a red flag. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because who's paying for these trips? Right. <laughs> don't stop. So you a teacher? So right now you're a teacher. We're gonna take a pause for the cause. <laughs> I never, ever to this day, I don't know. How so many women are traveling at the magnitude that they're trying. And niggas now, too. Because it'd be a few of the uh, workout niggas. They just, I'm like, who's paying for these trips? Bro, you don't have a job that's paying. You, no, you don't. You done been to Egypt. All in the same week. Mykonos. Spain. Aruba. Aruba. Within, Dubai 10,000 fucking times. Within three fucking months. How? And you're a teacher. You bu- putting up posts talking about I gotta eat bread and cheese for lunch Right <laughs> How the fuck is you doing it You got a right. sponsor Stop Okay right. the, We don't ever see the nigga You look like you're on these trips by yourself That's another red flag When you look like you're on Yo, these trips by yourself it's only, it's, it's only your hand I see It's only your food plate I see But I know somebody else is taking There's the There's mad videos of you Who's taking the video Who's right. taking the pictures? You can't keep saying this, your friend. Your friend not doing all of that for you unless you're eating your box. Well, who, who's not, the friend? Because I don't even see the friend on camera. I don't see a shadow. 
You making sure niggas don't see who you with indicates everything I need to know. Shit is ridiculous. Um, Shit is ridiculous. Women with weak or absent fathers. That's mm. wild. Yeah, that's, that's kind of old. I, I, I think I know what they're saying, though. God. But that's wild. Right. God damn, y'all niggas is vicious. Uh, women who live alone, stop it. As an adult, stop. Women with a party voice. There's a part. There's, there's a there's a point there. Yes, bitch. That yeah, yeah you might yeah. you might want to stay away from her. Yeah, we don't need those. Yeah. Um, women on dating apps. That's foul. That's foul. Y'all y'all foul for that one. Dating apps is crazy, but you can't find a man outside. You got to go on an app. She might she might have to. She might have to. That might tell you something. It might. That that's true too. She she's looking. Why why she need to be on an app? Why why in the real world? Not the real world is nah. Could it could it could say something. I'm not saying I don't put too much stock if, in if, that. If she's on multiple dating apps, so I think that's a problem. If if if, if her pro and if her profile is different on every fucking app, it's crazy. I'm gonna just see which nigga try to, you know what I mean, based off what I say in my bio. Women who have been on fresh and fit. Alright. Most of them have not been the best representations of women. That podcast don't even exist no more. Women with lists. I agree with that wholeheartedly. If if you got a list like the list we just went through and you like, oh, I can't date a nigga if right. he wears Tommy Hilfiger, if if he wears Nike Tex, if he wants to take me here. Yeah, I'm not. You got too many. But like on dating apps, I've seen women put in their bios like not dating men that da 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 and I'm like yo all of that and niggas ain't even have a conversation before we can even have a conversation Facts. I'm turned off because you're putting prerequisites like Facts. what the fuck this ain't calc nigga like crazy women who have been engaged divorcees divorcees got some fire mm, I don't know about that those be the wickedest ones. American black women, you're gone too far. Yeah, yeah. American yeah. black women is crazy. Yeah, y'all gone too far. <clears throat> American black woman is real, nigga. What that feel? It feels like that's prejudice. Yeah, I don't. I I, I, I know American, it's a joke. American black women is crazy. But y'all gone too far. Yeah, American black women's wild. Women raised in the West. I don't even. <laughs> we talking about Midwest? Right, we don't. Uh, we talking about South Central? Like what? What are we talking about? <laughs> and that concludes that segment of dad hats and bow ties. Wow. Um. Wow. I I hope we cleared a lot of shit up for y'all. Wow. <laughs> that was a long ass segment. That was definitely a long ass segment. Um. It needed to be done. Now there's another conversation that kind of popped up about a 90 day rule. I'm gonna play a little bit of this because mm-hmm. this woman got long winded too. So let's throw this up. Foolish trash because men can wait that long and still ghost you. I don't do the 90 day rule. I do the $5,000 rule, baby. If they haven't spent that much on you, they don't get nothing. Investment. I, I, I speak about investment. You understand? Investment, not 90 day rules. But he's invested in you, so he's less likely to ghost you after putting money into you, spending time in you. Because if he ghosts you, guess what? You win. <laughs> you know, you win. You've gotten all, all this beautiful treatment. You've gotten what expensive dates. You've probably gone shopping, maybe, you know, whatever. All that stuff spent. You win if he ghosts 
Okay. We're going yeah, to shut it up right there. Right. Velma still can't find who did the crime. <laughs> if you don't shut your Scooby-Doo ass up, the fuck was that? So she doesn't do a 90-day rule. She does a $5,000 rule. $5,000 limit. If she <sighs> hasn't spent $5,000, he doesn't get anything. How did we get to that part? What was the original plot of the movie? <laughs> How, how do we get to 5,000, first of all, is, is my first question. The second question is, who the fuck are you? $5,000 as like a... And she said an investment, but she didn't say what investment. Now, I am not mad at the idea that people, let's take gender off, having someone show their investment in you can indicate they're more serious. So if I invest in getting to know you, if I invest in you by sharing my resources financially, cooking, uh, making sure you straight, we having a conversation and you like, yeah, like, you know, I'm really fiending for five guys or I'm, I'm fiending for McDonald's or I'm feeding for this or whatever. And I, I send you something through the cash app. Like, yo, go ahead and, and get that. Like that does show that someone is actually taking time to get to know you. So I do get that. But at what point do we start treating this shit like video games and we get an experience points to level the fuck up and I got to hit a 5k mark before you open up to me fully. What are we talking yeah, about? I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Because now we're just putting, now we're playing games and and putting, we're making this experience longer than it needs to be. Facts. If you're authentic from the beginning, we don't need to play a 90-day rule or a 5K rule. If we authentically like each other and you want to authentically bust it open on the first night, that is not going to change if that man likes you now or later. That's true. If that man really likes you, it don't matter if it's the first hour, the first day, the first week. That's true. He likes you. That's it. You could bust it open for him on that first day. Right. And because he likes you, he's going to be there. That's but it. if a nigga don't really like you, it don't matter if you hold out six months, a year before you bust it open. The moment he gets what he wants out of that situation, he's gone because right. he don't really like you. Facts. So you just elongating shit that don't need to be elongated. And his dick is probably not one of them. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, Dwight Howard. <laughs> now, this is the topic that D really wanted to talk about. Here we are together. <sighs> Man. Uh, <laughs> I need a moment. <laughs> okay. While, while this man gets himself together. Uh so about a, uh, maybe six months ago, a few months ago, nigga, it was probably like last year. <laughs> yeah, it might have been last year. Might have been last year. It came out. Some DMs came out. Oh, God. And there was a man accusing Dwight Howard of attempting to link up with him oh, for sexual acts. And Dwight Howard came out and was like, this shit cat. He tried to. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I was home with 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 a shorty and a baby. Oh God! 
He had a child in the house. He did. He did. Okay. This was a story that was reported. Right. We stayed away from it. We did. We we tried to <laughs> until today. Today we can't stay away from that shit. Cause we, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> we we intentionally. I th- if we did report it or if we did speak it about it, it was like right right past it. That's it. We just talked and then that's it. I don't know what what went wrong, oh, but the dude that was in the DM right. I guess didn't like that Dwight wasn't going wasn't claiming it. Right. So he hit him with a sexual assault charge. Facts. Once he got hit with that, I was like, burr, burr, burr. So oh, apparently, <laughs> apparently he said that I th- one story that I heard is that he when the dude showed up, there was a woman there and Dwight tried to get him to participate in the threesome. Right. And he probably was like, I just came to suck dick. <laughs> Your dick. Preferably your big black dick. Facts. I just I just came to all right. I'm I can't even. Um <laughs> a lot. A lot. It is a lot. That nigga is tall. Nigga. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> oh god. A lot going on, man. Oh god. So Oh man. I don't know how true Dwight has said that he has not. Um, assaulted this individual But in this whole scenario He I guess for legal reasons Had to Claim that he did indeed Meet this man um, From the DMs Now He didn't say for what But we saw the DMs And we could make our own conclusion We're <laughs> We're growing up and why, and why else are you Setting up a meetup at your house, right, with a random nigga <clears throat> off a off a IG in the DM. Is it your lawyer? Oh, check that box. No. Is it your guidance counselor? It's no. Is it your foot massage therapist? That would be a no too. It's somebody for a dick appointment. That's that's who was in your DM. They set up a dick appointment, and they were to get dick down, suck your dick, and then possibly take dick in the back. That you weren't willing to give that. Or you were willing, but you wanted you wanted right. I think the JJ right involved. Well, yeah, you wanted that as well. You you thought they were buying it was like, no, I'm a gay guy. Yeah, I I'm, just want to give or receive dick. Right, I want strict dick. D I C K. Now pin me against that basketball hoop, nigga. Yeah, dunk, yeah, dunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all bad. It's, it's bad. <laughs> Yo Hey yo what the fuck Right What I need All jokes aside What I need is Dwight It is 2023 If that's what you like I'ma be honest Nobody gives a fuck Nobody cares anymore Your time in basketball has passed Thank you He back I forgot what team he on but he back I think it might be the Lakers Oh no 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 no! Listen, I don't need your bullshit fucking up this franchise. All right, all right. I don't need your bullshit. Go to another team. That go to another team. We I'm we might need a we might need to get a petition going. All jokes are Let me look it up. Yeah, okay. Cause no. Damn, I barely even spelled his name, and this nigga popped up. Right, you know, bro, he a hot topic. He's, <laughs> that nigga really the one giving out franks. What I'm gonna say is this, Dwight. 
If that's what you into, then that's what you into. None of us don't care. For those of us who still love you outside of your sexuality, we're still going to love you. And for those who are not going to fuck with you after this revelation, after this realization, they probably wasn't fucking with you to begin with. And then there was probably something that actually did want to fuck you, but you fucking other people. There's probably women that's like, damn, he turned my pussy down for some dick. Missed it. That's what he likes. That's what that's what he prefers. Some people like pickles. Some people like cucumbers. I don't fucking know. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, the moral of the story is, Dwight, it is 2023. You should be, in my opinion, you should be able to, first of all, you got the money to do it. <clears throat> you got the clout. And you already got a family. So if now you, you, you feel like you've done your fatherly role, you know, it's time to step out outside of being this fatherly person and, you know, and suck some dick and then suck some dick, then you, sh- you should by all means do that. All right. Even if you're the one getting down on your big ass knees, if you want to suck some dick, suck some dick. That's the only way he can suck that. Because if he's just on his, he's going to have to do all four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, now he is because he's, he, he's kind of tall. Yeah. He, he's going to be, he's going to be sucking. That nigga is seven inches Dwight. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, tall. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My, my, my only, my only addition is. I don't know what the obsession is with outing men. Yeah, outing men is crazy. Like, if Dwight wanted to tell us this information, then let Dwight tell us this information. Right. It's too late now. Exposing his DMs because you felt some type of way about the exchange. Now, if you were exalted, you know, I I, I take it back. But right. this does not feel like that was that. No. And I don't know. We don't know these niggas. We've been saying this right. for forever. No, we don't know none of them. I don't know. I, the man could have very much and very well gone through with assaulting you. So I don't want to to make it seem like I'm not being sensitive to that potential reality, but it doesn't really feel like that. It feels like y'all had a little secret exchange mm-hmm. and it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Right. And you decided to let the world know that this nigga liked it. Right. Hoping that it would damage his reputation enough that he would get the lesson that you were trying to teach him. That's what it feel like to me. Right, right, right. Like, putting the DMs out there and then hitting him with a lawsuit. Yeah. I I, I don't know if this is criminal or if it's civil, but if it's only civil... Then that kind of tells me what what was going on here too. We had uh, we had Bobby Valentino. Before that, we had Young Buck, and now we got Dwight Howard. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I think yeah yeah can't forget Mr. C. Can't forget yo Mr. C was the first one that shit shook the city. Um, you got you also got Malik Malik Yoba. Yep, Malik Yoba, the, the actor. Um, more of the story is this, really and truly. Fuck who you want. To fuck or fuck with who you want to fuck with However you identify that uh, Regardless of what people are saying online People are going to say shit regardless More of the story is Are you happy? Are you safe? Do you feel like you're not being a take advantage of? Alright cool then Enjoy whoever the fuck you're enjoying We we really really I was watching a clip with Maceo That podcast To me it's becoming more and more funny I ain't gonna lie That fucking podcast oh. with Mace and Camera It is what it is That podcast I was watching a clip from it today and they was trying to get through the the Dwight Howard segment, and they couldn't because Cameron want to be a fucking dickhead. Cameron just really want to be a dickhead, bro. They're they're yeah. <laughs> and Mace was trying to keep it together, but he couldn't. 
He couldn't keep it together. So they, just, they went down a rabbit hole. I'm I'm reading um from the AP. Okay. And this is a civil lawsuit. Oh, okay. Regarding alleged assault and battery, false imprisonment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Damn. No criminal charges have been filed against Dwight. This is a shakedown. I'm sorry to say it like that, but Niggas you knew the nigga like dick. You sent you probably told him like, yo, bro, if you don't give me what I want from this scenario, I'm, I'm gonna let the world yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let the world know and I'm gonna hit you with a, a civil lawsuit and you're gonna have to settle out. And and that's what this 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 feels like. Is I'm putting your business out there. Hopefully Dwight, to embarrass you enough, Dwight. You gotta start. Meet, you gotta stop meeting niggas online. You too tall for that. You need. You need to meet. You need to meet niggas outside and meet them niggas dicks where they at. We'll definitely get get to this at some point. But I'm reading a headline on Baller Alert that I just posted four hours ago. Mason Dwight Mace and Stephen A's viral reaction to Dwight Howe's allegation offers an interesting take. So I didn't see Stephen A's take. Mace's take basically was kind of what the fuck I'm saying, which I think most of us will. Um, agree on bro it is 2023 bro nobody cares but the problem that we're gonna have though is if it comes out and you denying it if you saying that you don't you don't really like that when my nigga you 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 like that i mean you like that i also got from from mace's point though that we really do care yeah so yes nobody cares in the sense that i think there is less judgment overall in regards to your sexuality and your sexual orientation, if you're not lying, um, I think in general, like the 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 blanket is not as problematic as it was in the '90s and the Early '80s, yeah. and you know they were really willing to hurt, maim, and kill people for finding out that they were gay, bisexual, lesbian, all that, yeah. you know, everything under the the spectrum, um. But now it's just more so like, okay, that's you. And as you mentioned, I think more people are concerned with don't be down low, lying to me, and then you bring something home to me. Don't be down low, um, lying, and it comes out that you were lying because then it becomes a bigger scandal than if you get in front of the, the train and say, yeah, I like X, Y, and Z. Now, granted, we are not entitled to anybody's sexual behavior, anybody's sexual orientation. And that's where uh, us as a society goes wrong, because we often feel like we are entitled to these relationship uh, details. And we're not. We didn't need to know about Shumpert and Tiana. And then there's there's photos going around uh, with a a woman. Which we all know that woman. Yeah. uh, Drea. It looks like it's Drea. And two of those photos, to me, one of them them definitely does look Photoshop. But there's two that don't look Photoshop. So I'm like, I don't know. So it's like, we're not really supposed to be so invested. But I understand human nature. We get invested in individuals. We get invested in their happiness and their unhappiness. And... We start to relate to them or we start to turn them into bigger than life individuals. We start to make them into legends or people that we look up to. And so their life decisions start to impact us in the sense of us aligning with one another. 
you might have looked up to Dwight Howard when you were a kid and thought that you saw yourself in him or hoped to be as good as him or hoped to have the personality that he has. And now he's living a life that maybe doesn't align with yours. And, and that I, might cause some, you know, internal feelings. And now you hate him, but you used to hang his fucking poster on your fucking wall in your house. You used to wear his jersey. You used to go to his fucking games. Yeah. Nigga, your favorite number is three, but bitch, you had a zero on every fucking day. Facts. So niggas is crazy. I I I guess niggas are invested. Do they care as much as in the past? No. Is it as big of a deal? Um, in some I can't I cannot I'm not going to say that he needed to to come out or do anything of that nature because I don't know what ramification he is worried about happening or was worried about happening for him doing that. But I do feel like if you're sloppy with it, and this shit looks sloppy to me, if you're sloppy with it and these type of things end up coming to the forefront, you can't be mad at nobody but yourself because you're making that shit really easy for people to find or be privy to. If you ain't have this nigga under NDA, right? If you DMing him and he has access to these DMs, like that's sloppy. You're you're <laughs> you're letting it. You're you have it in a space that anybody can expose you. So right. Um, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, we motherfucking told you so. Gonna need a round of applause on that one because yeah, uh, we, we, you can't keep a good man down. And I'm glad he shut the fuck up and just not did anything. I ain't see this nigga go to no auditions. I didn't see him put no extra shit online. What he's done is he's taken the role of a supportive black man. I don't even know if they in a relationship or not. I don't give a fuck. They look good together. And I really hope he put a baby in that motherfucker, Megan. However, what I will say is this. Jonathan Majors... From day one, XA being the thing which had your back, we didn't really like how murky shit was becoming. We do we we don't agree with that 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 uh that message that leaked between you know what you said to her and how that hit the now. I think your lawyer was the one who released that. I don't know why the fuck they did that. Your lawyer was wilding out. Lawyer was wilding on that one. More of the story is she's arrested, and now we're going to see things slightly change. I don't know if or if white America is going to treat her like a white woman or if they're going to treat her like a woman that just was paranoid when she did what she did at the time. I don't know how that's going to play out. One thing I will say is that Disney, you owe this man a fucking apology. Disney, you owe that man an apology. The U.S. fucking army, you owe that man an apology. And well, Disney never dropped him. Disney okay. did delay a lot of his movies. Okay. Disney, you still owe that man an apology. They delayed, I think, the movies and the TV shows. And all that shit. That he was a part of. Loki is out now, but they waited. Right. And I do think part of that delay was attached to. To see the outcome. To seeing and getting more information. But I I think that Disney had more information than everybody else from the jump. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure. Because they didn't drop him. They would have dropped him immediately. Right. Right. And they didn't do that. So. Right. I'll give Disney that much. But the U.S. Army, y'all motherfuckers owe that man an apology. And a check, probably. And a, definitely a check. And also, any other organization, any other um, uh, business that was involved. Social media. Social media. I mean, black, hey. w- black women. Y'all owe that man an apology. And what's crazy is black women was looking crazy. Like, and I get it. And this goes back to what May said, bro. This is such a great fucking point. Y'all say you don't care, but you do care who the black man dates. And the black man don't really care who y'all date. Facts. 
If you a black woman, I don't give a fuck who you date. Preferably, I would like, preferably, preference-wise, I'd like you to date somebody of your background, of your race. But if that's not what you're into, then that's not what you're into. But the moment a black man date a white woman or any other woman outside his race, man, anything that happens to that nigga, I'm glad it happened to him because that nigga should have learned. What? My, mind you, if a black man said that, now we ignorant. Yo, y'all women be fucking cheesing me, dogs. Y'all be really cheesing me. My biggest takeaway from this is the reaction that social media had and how unwarranted it was Slaughter that they, everybody just, just turned on him. And it was almost like gleeful in the sense of, well, look, look what's happening to him. And like, almost like people were just happy to see it. People were happy, bro. It was like people were happy to see this man at the peak of the peak and oh, yeah. at a fast rate. Killing shit. And Killing shit. all of it looked like it was taken from him in a week. Literally a few days, nigga. He was at the bottom of the totem pole. And we said, let's wait. Let's see what comes out. We don't know this, nigga. Right. But let's see what happens. And as we waited, more and more information came out. Right. There was more and more that seemed to be in his favor. And he had said that from jump and released proof from jump saying, yo, shorty was wilding and that's what happened. And it just seemed like the Internet didn't even want to take the proof that was in front of them just to believe the story that you had to kind of put puzzle pieces together to make work out And I just think that that really Is indicative of the social climate People want to believe the lie More than the truth As long as the lie is entertaining Right Long as the lie is going to give you Something to talk about You rather believe that Than to be like Yo This black man Was probably put in a scenario Where he did experience racism Because now it seems like Those cops were racist Yeah he did experience. I mean, shit. I watched Get Out. Um, I, I'm sure he did. I don't I'm know why sure, he ain't learned from that. I'm sure a lot of black men did. And then again, Jordan Peele is married to a white woman. But more of the story is this. I mean, this is true. This is a fact. More, more of the story is this. Jonathan Majors. If I'm Jonathan Majors, and this is not to say anything about him and Megan Good, we really don't. I don't even know. They haven't even publicly said they're together. We just see them out and about Like real shit They haven't Nobody has said anything No he did He did the other day Oh he did Okay all right. So so shout out to you black man I really hope it works out Seriously What he did is Somebody must have told him Shit we probably told him And somebody told him That these niggas on this podcast Told him Keep your head down Stay off social media The other day he I saw him like Breaking up a fight Between two wagons Somebody said that was A publicity stunt That shit look fake So if, if that was fake Then okay I don't know why it even happened. I don't know who thought that was great to do, but more of the story is it looks like for the most part, he's kept himself out of the media and all he's been doing is being a supportive partner to Megan good. Cause Megan has been outside. And first of all, Megan's body has been looking fucking glamorous. She looks like she's in the gym. She's on a diet to plan. I mean, she fucking with a nigga that's a workout ape. So I'm pretty sure. And I mean that in the most sincere way in terms of bodybuilding, uh, that, that, that man is probably getting her on a schedule where, She's operating off of mind, by, uh, mind, body, and soul at an all-time high. And again, like I said, if, if you guys remember in the timeline, ladies and gentlemen, when Megan Good was breaking up 
with uh, our good brother uh, Devin Franklin. It was almost. It was like a few months later is when this um, Jonathan Majors thing happened. The way that I interpreted it, which I remember what I said, it's like two people found love in a hopeless place. They're both in the entertainment industry. They both were going through some rough patches within their um, relationships, and they kind of found each other. And if they found each other during this time, shit, y'all both, you you both already are on a level-headed meeting ground. You went through some shit. That's unfortunate. You went through some shit. That's unfortunate. Let's see what we can build together, though. Let's see how we can help each other. A lot of people seemed upset at that union, Very too, upset. and I don't understand it. Black women, particularly. Y'all, y'all said that y'all didn't fuck with or or this is what he gets for dating outside of his race. And now that he maybe maybe he did learn something from that and said, fuck it, I ain't doing that again. Right. And he came on home and y'all mad that he came on home what, and and she's covering for him and all of these different some of y'all are weird at the reaches that y'all go to Facts. in order to make these narratives and stories about black men, about black women, um, and about <laughs> celebrities. Like, it's just weird how far y'all are willing to go to just paint these narratives. To sell a story. Um, My question is, will he be able to have a full comeback or is he somewhat tainted? Now I don't think he's tainted The only black man in Hollywood That I think is really tainted is Nate Parker mm. um, For obvious reasons um, But uh, For something that he did in college Allegedly and then it turned out that he actually Didn't do it um, I think the problem Is when you Are A black Up and coming and or Successful Brolic, because we got to put things in context. He's not just a chip off the old block. When we was watching fucking Love, uh, Love Country Craft or whatever the name of the show was, he was getting to his body um, um, level. He he was in the gym, nigga. When we seen this nigga in Creed, I was like, who the fuck is this? And then before Creed, he had just did a movie with Tom Cruise. This man was on the rise. To take over Hollywood, even at a at a at a more even, and I I might say I I dare say even at a more faster rate than Michael B. Jordan himself. I think people were like, "No, this, this is actually going to be the guy." Yeah, more range than Michael. <clears throat> this is going to be the guy. Well, he has more. He range has more range than, than Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, no disrespect to Michael B. Jordan, but you can tell that Jonathan Majors is hungry, like he's starving. But Michael B, I mean, Fruitsville Station was the last time we really seen him emote emote. Right. Like he has had. Like go, like go from another range. Right. right. Everything we didn't seen. He stayed in Jonathan like Jonathan Major in. Different characters. Different, yeah. Yeah, different, different, yeah. different five bloods. Right. You got this man being the ultimate villain in Marvel. Oh, yo, he was, he hated that man. You got him being a. a a hood dude from jail in Creed. <laughs> like, he got more range. So, right. he definitely was looking. They're, they're around the same age. Right. And people were starting to look at him like at least next. as an equal. What's, what's crazy is he, was, he he wasn't as popular yet. But I can only imagine if Jonathan Majors was in Black Panther, the first one. 
yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what role he would have played. He might have did in Baku or something like yeah, that, bro. Oh, he would have been a crazy in Baku. Oh man. But yeah, like if he was if he was at that level yeah. at that time, he yeah. definitely would have been in Hell yeah. Black Panther. I think to answer this question, Jonathan Majors needs to revamp his image again in terms of how he's going to present, how he's going to reintroduce himself to the world when he actually jumps back out there. Number two, if I'm Jonathan Majors, all those fucking TV uh, producers, all these movie producers, all these uh, productions that shitted on me. If you want me back, I need more money. If there's no, if there's not an extra zero at the end of the contract, I can't do the job. I don't want what happened to Colin, what's still happening to Colin Kaepernick, happen to Jonathan Majors. It happens too many times to the black man. I don't think it will happen to him. I do think this is a setback, though. And <clears throat> I don't setback. know. He could have did three movies by now. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to take before his name is completely clear. Like, Johnny Depp is just now getting work, even though, you know. That shit was crazy with and, Johnny and Depp. And they had a rocky back and forth, so it wasn't like it was one-sided. But um, it was... it. The allegations were worse than what was actually hell going yeah. on. Yeah, hell yeah. So she lied. Um, I don't think he will have that much of a setback, but there is a setback here. So I do want to see like how the next um, Kang the Conqueror focused movie does. Um, how that press around him is done when that comes up. When this trial fully concludes, what is the consensus at that moment in time? But I also feel like people are going to run with the narrative of he pissed somebody off in Hollywood. He groveled and told them to give him his career back. And he got his career back. People are going to run with that narrative. But let's not also forget that there are people that sitting in high positions and if you don't do certain things, certain things don't happen. Let's not act like that's not happening. Even if we don't know because we haven't seen it, there's enough people that have been in this industry for plenty of years that'll tell you that, that that's actually a conversation that does happen behind closed doors. That can happen. I mean, we know Weinstein was is a prime they example. They made a whole movie of this motherfucker, R. Kelly. But you know? I think that that is a lazy narrative here because all of the evidence... Is in front of us as to what actually happened. This isn't some black cloak. Oh, we're gonna put you in a drum. See, when it when it comes to those instances, it's not that you're put into a situation. Right. It's just that you are getting overlooked for movies and roles and whatever until that person feels satisfied. Right. It's not that a random scandal. Traditionally, I'm sure you can find instances where this has happened. This is human nature. These shits do happen. Right. But on average, you don't find yourself in a wild scandal that takes your whole career away. You just find the people in Hollywood who say, oh, that's nice. You'll never work in this town again because you pissed me off two months ago. Right. Right. Like that does happen. So I'm just saying there's a lot of people who are going to run to the black cloak and the I mean, the conglomerate of people in Black Hoods that gave him his career back and found a way to make this make sense. The girl ran away to a different country. 
uh, because she was running from an assault charge, right? And things like that. So people are going to manipulate whatever comes from that to to still fit this narrative that he did it, right? Or he pissed somebody off, and now what could come from this? And I'm the reason why I even bring this up is now any type of political stance or any type of conversational piece or any type of thought that he has is always going to be associated with, oh, well, he's only saying that because they gave him his career back or he has that type of stance because so-and-so got him by by a leash, whether it's Disney or whatever the case. They're always going to make it seem like this man is a puppet now because he it seems like his career is back on track. But that's why I don't want, and that's my only problem with Colin Kaepernick, you had an opportunity, like Stephen A. Smith said, and you royally fucked it up, and you still think niggas should give you a shot? Colin seems like he got bad advice somewhere down the road. Stop, man. Colin seems like somebody told him, "Crazy, yo, when you when you do this workout, don't do it in front of the NFL in their facilities because they're just going to use that as a means to say you're not good enough." Do it in a space that you can control, and that will give you the fairest of shots. That oh. is what it seems like somebody told him. And by the way, do it an hour before you're supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. What type have of the, dickhead shit is that? Have the scouts all waiting and 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 in the area so that they actually get to see it. But don't do it at their facility. Don't do it when you say you were, and that way you're actually going to show off your talent versus them potentially creating a narrative. He seemed to be afraid that they were going to create a narrative that said he wasn't good enough without him even being able to show off his skill in the proper way, giving him receivers that I guess in his mind, they would drop the ball on purpose or they, they wouldn't run the routes properly, whatever the case is. So I think that that is the Intel or the thought process he was running off of, but that was a bad look. He could play for any league. He wants to play for the NFL on some real deep shit. I would really love to learn the answer to that question. Why Why you want to be in the NFL so bad? What is it outside of what you did that you actually want to play for them? Why do you need to play for the NFL? Kyle? I, I think he's seen the, the NFL evolve. The NFL of today is not the NFL oh, yeah, of I know. when he got kicked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different NFL. It's cool. You got Jay-Z, you got in Jay-Z involved heavily. You're, you're seeing them get a little bit more progressive. A bit in terms more political, of, too. Of who is owning teams and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I think he's seeing it as, well, I would want to be part of this NFL. I didn't want to be part of the other one, so I didn't care what happened. But I love football. I love to do it on the biggest stage. I'm still good at it. And I just need a shot. Unfortunately, I don't know how much the NFL actually has evolved. Like, on one level, it may have. But on the core, a lot of these teams are still on some, man, fuck that nigga. We, we don't need to look out the for way, him. The way, the, way, the way that I'm perceiving it, you know, if y'all get upset, I, don't, I really don't care at this point. Colin Kaepernick, you and the NFL is over. Hang it up. I said this on the last episode. You got to know when the relationship is over. Bro, it's over. It's over. So the six brown chicks are back at it again. 
They dropped a bunch of posts, and we're going to read some of them. Okay. Who the fuck is six brown chicks? They, it is an Instagram page, and people write anonymous stories into them. And then they post the stories, and these stories are typically wild. So we're going to start with this one. Here we go. Because this one has been making its rounds. My boyfriend and I eat in bed. If we're high, we may include food in our sex play. Mm-hmm. And fall asleep with crumbs on the sheets. Wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all niggas be sticking chicken drums in nah. each other's asses. They make and shit. They, they make macaroni noises and actually put macaroni in vaginas. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. pH balance probably is yeah, all type crap. of fucking d- disgust. Bitch, you nasty. You nasty. Um. So they fall asleep with crumbs on the sheets. Oh, God. So he was going down on me when he swears he saw a roach come out of me. Can you stop reading? <laughs> uh, she going to say he was high. He going to say he was not. When he swears a roach, uh, he saw a roach come out of me. Yo, dogs, this can't be real life. I may have roaches. <sighs> So maybe a roach came out from under the crease fold in my stomach. <laughs> I I ain't got a stomach no more. My shit flat. Very flat. Um shout out to my trainer. Crease fold in my stomach, but I know it didn't walk out of my vagina. Not walk out. He argues that it definitely crawled from inside me. And he won't see me again without a doctor's note. I refuse to see a doctor because right. if it was a roach in there, he saw it crawl out. So it's gone. What's a doctor going to do? Tell you dirty. Fuck. Fuck else he goes. He should take my word that I don't have a roach cooch, but he's avoiding me. Advice. And they really posted that and thought that was okay. Um, <laughs> they thought that was okay. Roach Cooch goes crazy. That might be the name of the episode. Six brown girls got to chill out. You must be stopped. Don't know where y'all came from. Don't know how long the page been active. That I would have left that one in the vault. You you got any advice for the sister? I don't have no advice. (laughs) I've met, bro. The day I see a roach crawl out of anybody's ass crack, they fucking uh, the the pouch under their stomach, they fupa. I'm going to. I'll be right back And I'm leaving And I'm leaving everything else there Because everything else is contaminated Sis Everything is contaminated Here's my advice Clean your fucking apartment Don't eat food in the bed Don't eat food in the bed is ridiculous And you're gonna have to get a new boyfriend He's not coming back He's never gonna look at you the same He can never look at you the same He's gonna have nightmares of roaches now In your vagina Like he can never look at you the same Because in his mind Anytime he go down There's a possibility that a roach is going to crawl out of your vagina straight hair, in his mouth. Out of your vagina itself. Whatever have you. There's roaches stuck in your pubic hair. And you said you you may have roaches. Y'all and put crumbs in the bed. The right. roaches is crawling in the bed. Right. The, the roaches might have called. You even said they might have crawled out your stomach. Right. right. That's what you said. You could have left that part, but that's what you said. So we're going off of your words. Now, the fact that you are refusing to go to the doctor, is, I is don't know. Highly alarming and very concerning. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You should want to go to the doctor in general. You don't want to go to the doctor for this? Now, if you don't want to go to the doctor and say, hey, my boyfriend saw a roach come out of me, so I need to get checked. 
That's fine. You could just go and get a regular checkup, get a doctor's note from that, and that's that. That's the end of this. I'm fully healthy. I have I'm in I'm in good standing. Her OBGYN is gonna be traumatized if they see a roach come out of her vagina, bro. I promise you that. I don't even know how roaches stay in a vagina. Okay, that's something I'm not privy to learning. I would presume they would would die. Okay. Um. All right. But that's 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 no me. If that's no me, <laughs> I don't deal with girls like I that. I mean, then again, <laughs> that's no me. It's it's, it's bread. It's, it's crumbs on the bed. If the roach is eating in the vagina, eating in the vagina sounds. What crazy probably happened is that roach was crawling on her, and in her vagina area. Damn. And that's what he saw. Thinking about this is disgusting. This is a bad look. And I'm I'm nasty, but I'm not I'm not nah, bringing roaches this, in the bed. This is a different type of nasty. Yeah. All right, let's let's do like one or two more of these. <clears throat> My elderly sugar daddy stopped breathing after we had sex. So I took his credit card and then I called the ambulance. I didn't go to the hospital. I never had anyone die on me before and I didn't want to see him go. I went shopping instead. The next day, I went shopping again, but at the second store, the cards were reported stolen, and I was arrested. My sugar daddy was alive and well at the hospital, and his wife pressed charges against me for robbing him. He claims I robbed him on the street in front of my apartment, when in truth, the medics pulled his old, naked ass from my bed. How do I convince them to drop the charges? He won't talk to me. I'm not even going to speak on this Sis you're a fucking thief Right <laughs> You took his card when you thought he died And went on a shopping spree Right You deserve to go to jail <laughs> You're definitely going to jail I really hope you know that And you and, and you admitting this on social media you def, You're going to jail They're going to find you now Like They know who no, you are No it's anonymous It's anonymous These these things I mean they could trace it I mean it. They're, they're going to This story they, They're going to they're gonna find you So it's over for you you can't assume Thought the nigga was dead right. That because he was your sugar daddy in life He's gonna be your sugar daddy in death Can I get an amen? Amen You can't assume that Mm-mm-mm. The man died and what did you decide to do? Crawl your ass over to his fucking wallet Pull his card out And go shopping That's Talking crazy. about I didn't wanna see him go The first thing that you did when a nigga died that was supporting you on some level was spend his money that he was already spending on you anyway and you that's the that's the first thing you decided to do man man yeah 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 I sugar daddy niggas gotta pick better I'm sorry they gotta pick better we're gonna do this last one and we're gonna move off this shit I'm in a bind my girlfriend recently lost her job she's seven months pregnant And she offered to move in and help me take care of my mom. My mom, quotation marks, is actually my wife, who is 15 years older than me. I've never brought my girlfriend to my home, but somehow she appeared on my doorstep with her suitcase and some jerk chicken. I took the food and slammed the door in her face. I told my wife she was the Uber Eats person. My girlfriend rang the bell again. She wanted her chicken back, but I threatened to call the police. She left, but texted me that I have one month to tell my wife about her 
and our baby, or she'll find out when she goes to where my wife works. If if you know this is on social media, right? Somebody's putting two and two together. I'm just saying. Somebody's putting two and two together. She will do it. Help. Um, <laughs> Dogs. Not your wife, your mom. Quotation. You've been telling, so you've been telling your girl, or your, your girlfriend, quote unquote. No, this is a side chick. But you've been telling your side chick. She's not even a side chick. She's basically going to be the mother of your children. The side chick that you got pregnant That's now your, your baby, baby mother, mother. <laughs> You've been telling her You live with your mom Who's really your wife Who's 15, 15 years So there's a couple things happening You're waiting for your wife to die Oh man You thought that You was gonna be able to hold on to this chick Until your wife got either Old and feeble enough That she couldn't understand What the fuck was going on in the house Or You thought she was gonna pass Like that already makes you a, a fucked up person. Yeah, yeah, you fucked up for that. But then you continue to try to lie. And you slam the door in Shorty's face because she found your house. I don't I don't know what possessed her to show up with some jerk chicken. Right. I don't know what possessed that. But she comes to your house, and instead of you being like, I, right, the gig is up, you take the chicken, right. slam the door. And continue to lie to your wife. If she show up at your wife's job, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got for you. And, and, and this is why conversations like this are so important. If you're going to be doing anything in this realm and you got somebody that you're with, your best bet is just to tell them and come clean. Because if it don't come from you and it come from the other person, it's going to be 10 times worse. Yeah, just come it's, clean. It's going to be 10 times worse. And you just got to deal with the repercussions when they come. But trying to lie about it is bad. Um, city girls. Apparently, the projections are out that they only sold between six and eight thousand units. Female rappers on a decline. If if I was the label, they would get dropped. They they, they would get dropped. There. I don't think you would drop them. Okay. Their personalities are bigger than their music, and that's always been the case. So they need to stop putting out albums. Potentially, and, and just put out singles. Potentially, they could go the sweetie route. I mean, sweetie's winning in that arena. Sweetie know that this this ain't for her. Ice, I mean, Ice Spice got a better chance than all these chicks. I she haven't just here. heard a good City Girls album. Period. Bro, I'm not listening to a City Girl album. Period. And I'm then, not doing that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them speak for themselves. Literally, in the top of the album, they basically say, "We're only gonna give you some ratchet shit." Um, so I don't know what y'all thought y'all was going to get from this, but you're only going to get this. I'm going to let them talk. What's the name of the album? The album's called Raw. What's up? It's the City Girls. And if you're looking for some serious ass, freestyling, cypher ass rap, sticking in a motherfucking basement, sweating in your motherfucking car. This ain't no motherfucking J. Cole. Even he know nobody ain't perfect. Kanye. But we about to drive you bitches crazy. Who you calling a bitch? This ain't no motherfucking Missy Elliott. But we gonna show y'all how to get y'all freak on. Foxy Brown. Even she knew it wasn't a romance without finding it. Jackie, yo. But we back on the block jumping out on these hoes like Jack in a box. Surprise. I ain't no motherfucking Slim Shady. And we ain't 50 Cent, but you can find us in the club. Bitch, you can turn this album off right now because all you gonna get is some real city girl shit. Scamming, tricking, pussy rap. Period. Now, before we continue. 
We got to talk about this intro because I heard this shit earlier today. I was like, oh. <laughs> Nigga said epic. Yeah, let me turn this shit right back right, off. Right back. Now, I got to respect in the words of a young uh, of, of a young rapper that actually being I used to know. He doesn't go by his name no more. Uh, AL Styles. You got you to gotta respect the realism. <laughs> you gotta respect the realism But my only problem is But in this intro Are you also saying This is all that you are Cause technically that's what I'm also hearing Like all I am Is a scamming ass bitch Who talk about sucking dick Getting money Fucking on tricks And I don't give a fuck about nobody But my fucking pussy popping in the club That's all I heard too And and that only, that's only and that's, Appeals to right. six to eight Thousand people apparently Right Like Right That's horrible I'm sorry that, That's horrible I think The yep. point Man. The point of artistry Has gotten so My God Lost That these artists Don't even realize That they're hustling backwards When you put out An album That has an intro Like that That might hit Super 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 hard For your core fan base And maybe that's all You made this shit for But the broader audience as you grow is going to grow as well. Carisha has a whole show on Revolt where people want to hear what she has to say. So she might have gotten a brand new audience from that show that was waiting for City Girls to drop and heard that and was like, oh, no, I don't fucking want to listen to this shit that are not. Shorties that are in the trenches that only care about scamming, tricking, and pussy music. Like, so I think they're hustling backwards because I do get it. They're trying to get back to the roots of what made them popping in the first place. But y'all have grown out of that. Y'all have grown beyond that. And there are people currently in that place that are doing it in a way that is more accepted. Like... Glorilla, you got uh, Ice Spice, you got Sexy Red. All of those women kind of fit in that mold of that content to some extent. And they're just doing it in a way that is relating relating to that audience better than the City Girls. Because I think the City Girls, they had their time of that. When they first came out, that was their time to shine in that bucket but now people want to know who the city girls are beyond just who they fucking, who they scamming. JT literally went to jail for scamming. Literally. Like, so y'all, y'all done did all this shit. And it's, it's so interesting though. She went to jail for scamming and, and, and that's, and that's what she's still celebrating and promoting on, on this album. What have you learned from jail? Not a goddamn fucking thing. And that's the next thing. Like really, yeah, what the know. fuck are y'all promoting? Bro, nothing, bro. Nothing. Bro, that was nothing. That that the the intro told me this album has nothing on it. Nothing. I don't need to listen to it. Nothing. That's why six to eight thousand of your followers, if they even your followers, they probably just into ratchet music. Yeah. There's nothing nothing on the album. I'm not gonna learn about y'all as the city girls. I'm not gonna learn about y'all as individuals. I'm not gonna learn what lessons y'all learned over life. And I think that artists think that that's okay now that people don't want that but that's the problem in general 
rap by itself, not the entire hip hop, rap by itself has turned into a cesspool exclusively for vibes, strictly money, fucking bitches, uh, records. Nobody really wants to take the time. We talked about this when we talked about Drake's album the other day. Nobody want to really want to sit down, take the time, and write something artistic because you say you're an artist. Bitch, if you're an artist, you're supposed to draw me a fucking picture. Mm. You're supposed to draw me a fucking scenario. You're supposed to tell me about your ups and downs, the shit that you've been through, trials and tribulations, and how you made it to where you are today, and how you keep going despite all the adversity and the trials and tribulations that you continue to go through in this world. Even if you... Are at the top of your career now You still probably got some lows Where you feel down Where you feel frustrated Where you feel disappointed Where you feel let down By either the world Your fans Or yourself Or the people around you Every fucking day We 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 cannot say to ourselves As podcasters As people who are in The, um, the, the, the hip hop scene That this is acceptable And we just not gonna speak on it Because it's the fucking city girls Because one of them is dating Diddy because one of them got a, a big ass record with, with with fucking Drake. If this is what hip hop is turned into, y'all can keep this. Y'all keep that. Now I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna just go ahead and just continue to listen to my jazz. And that's why hip hop is on the decline. And then you know there's been a question that's been floating around the internet, and it's basically, are we going to start being honest about female rap, bro? Female rap. There's only a few female rappers that, unfortunately, they will not get the credit they deserve because that the, the type of package that they're giving us is not something that's on the menu for the consumers to consume. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody is one of the illest female rappers we've ever fucking had in this, in, in this lifetime. Rhapsody. Okay, she put out an album a couple years ago. Shit was fire. Niggas don't want to hear that shit. Niggas don't want to hear that Queen Latifah shit. <laughs> Niggas don't want to hear that. Niggas want to hear that Nicki Minaj shit 24-7. Niggas want to hear that Cardi B shit 24-7. And that's not to say that those women don't have substance records because they do. On some of Cardi's earlier mix she has some records that'll make you rethink life type shit. But- I even think that with them... They give you that balance, though. They'll give you the yeah. commercial ratchet, right. stupid. And they give you some real life. Club, and then they give you some real life. So even that, like, I can understand why that is considered mainstream. Right. Rhapsody, maybe not because she might be a little bit more. She's subconscious. On the, on the, yeah, the poetic side of right. it. I get that. But what's been promoted, and, and part of this question because I know people are going to assume we're attacking the women in rap. And I don't know if it's 100% that. I probably listen to more ratchet music than y'all niggas. There, <laughs> there's three levels to this. There are the women in the rap. There are consumers. And there's the label. One of those three entities bear the responsibility of what is going on with female rap. It's the latter, bro. It's and the, I think it's, it's the, the label. label. I think it's the label. Nigga, we on point. I think the label is promoting a particular sound, Mm -hmm. a particular look, a particular audience that they want to cultivate, a particular understanding of what black culture is. To them, at least. In particular, black women culture, to them, and what they think the masses are 
fiending for, they want, they enjoy. But then that's where I kind of have to put some of the burden on the consumer next. And I'm going to tell you why the artist is last for me, but the consumer is next because y'all keep eating this shit up, but then saying it don't taste good. When Glorilla came out with, with Fuck Nigga Free, that was a cool little moment, but y'all insisted on making her a bigger entity. When Ice Spice came out with Munch, yeah, yeah, yeah. One like line. One line. Munch was one line. You thought I was feeling you? <laughs> that nigga Munch. That one line, that was it? That was it. The, the people was like, yo, we ain't even listen to the rest of the song. I don't even I don't know how the rest of the song go. Y'all insisted on making her a star. And y'all did. Y'all definitely did. She got an album coming out, by the way. Get ready for that. And then these these artists that are getting blown up so quickly, they are they're unable to grow because they they don't have that much artistry and they don't have any development. But why I think the artist is also on the hook, but maybe last is listen, if the consumers are are gonna continue to buy McDonald's is not going to change its safety standards because niggas still buy a McDonald's burger. That's a fact. So if if there's fucking pig eye in some of these nuggets, y'all niggas are still eating it. Even even when the fucking news reports come out that the chicken ain't real chicken. That's y'all niggas still went to McDonald's and ate it. That's true. And McDonald's, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King, a lot of these fast food chains that are popular and that a lot of shit has E. coli broke out years ago. Talk about nigga, we still eating Taco Bell. Facts. Subways had the incident that happened where they were saying that they were using the same chemicals that they used to make uh rubber tires inside of their bread. <laughs> Facts. Bro, and niggas still eating Subway. And niggas still went to Subway that day <laughs> and ate fresh. <laughs> it's the truth. So you have told no lies, sir. Yeah. It's if y'all niggas is gonna keep consuming Shut the this fuck up. Trash ass music. Just shut up about it. Music is trash right now. Yeah, yeah. Music is uh, in particular, hip hop is yeah, garbage yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. All, all the way around. No matter all the way around. No matter it which is way you terrible. And I do feel like female rap is definitely I, on is a part decline. of it. Yeah, female rap is on a decline. And it's part the male rap brought it down. Why I'm saying female rap in particular is because at least the mainstream one, I'm not talking about the genre of female rap in right. general. We already spoke about there being layers and there being people like uh, Chica at one point before she started acting goofy was one of the people that we was like, yo, she, thought, she's up. I thought Chica was next, but unfortunately, no. Chica got too much going on personally. She need to figure that shit out before she be in somebody's limelight. But regardless of that, um, the content is so fucking stale mm. in female rap, mainstream female rap. You turn it on, I can tell you the song before I hear it. It's just going to have a different beat. Right. It's going to be Take Heath, <laughs> Metro Boomin, some random nigga. Mustard. Mustard. Hit Boy is all over the Hit Boy. He all over the airwaves. What they're going to talk about is taking somebody money, taking somebody man, the man not being shit, fucking on a nigga, how good they pussy is. It's, it's a combination of those five yeah, elements yeah, yeah. at all moments in time. Who they ops are, which bitch they don't like. If the bitch don't like her, they going to get her. Yes, yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's it's too much for me. 
And yes, male rap has gone through a period of that stupid shit too. Right. And we got on them niggas just as much. If not more. But there's still more variety in mainstream male rap. Like, if even when the mumble rap shit took off, we still had Big Sean drop. We still had Drake drop. Still had J. Cole drop. We still had J. Cole. Kendrick. We still had Kendrick. (laughs) You know, had a few niggas dropping in between all of that. We still had Ab Soul. We still had like all these different, different tiers that right. were still mainstream. Right. Wale. Still had this nigga Wale. Sidebar, I'm very happy for Wale's reintroduction. Yes, he dropped a new because single. Because Wale looks like he going to be on the right track now. I'm not saying anything was wrong with him at MMG. It's just some things just don't work out. Something was wrong with him at MMG. Something was wrong. And <laughs> we're going to find out on this next album. Because Wale even rapping different on this shit. I'm like, all right. Nah, I'm glad. I, I said a couple podcasts ago, I was like, where's Wale? So I'm you glad did. to and, see. And Wale heard you. I'm glad to see him back. He said, "I right, I'm back for the uh, I'm back for the throne." Um Tyrese. Now, this is a very interesting conversation to me before we get to TGT and not even really being back and not even really Tyrese, more like Tyrese's ex-wife first. She didn't want to open up a can of worms. So, she <laughs> has a podcast show something mm-hmm. she does on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um and she she was putting a hot seat and she basically said she wouldn't have made the same decision that she made in regards to divorcing Tyrese if she didn't have the wrong people in her ear and she wasn't being hasty about her decisions. Do you feel like you have a bunch of exes that feel that way? Or do you have any exes, rather, that feel like they made a hasty decision about you and your relationship and either they already told you that they try, they're trying to spin the block or they just do a lot of things that let you know they know they fucked up. Um, this is actually a great question. I don't think I've had a lot of exes try to spin the block. I've had a few exes try to spin the block. However, I also have had exes that have told me later down the road that they could have been a bit different towards certain things that we talked about that eventually led to the breakup one thing that i will say though in particular about me is that most of the breakups that i've had i've actually been the one to initiate those Mm. i really haven't been the one that has been broken up with over time when you you know um put all it all together average it out Yeah, when you average it out you know what i mean take the sum add the median find the mode um i think the the deeper issue is I've just gotten to a different level of acceptance in the relationship about who I am than they have while dating me. Mm. So I think over time when you date certain people, like, you know, people say this and we know for the most part it's true. Women are maturing faster than men. However, I think in relationships, men are indirectly forced to think on behalf of women who want a leader, who want somebody to be in the alpha male role And even if they don't necessarily agree with you, they're still expecting you to lead somehow, some way. And when you start to do things that are out of what they deem as leadership or something in that realm, I think that's when the dynamic of I don't think this is really going to work out per se. And then you also learn in that moment too, like, yo, it could be going good. It could be going bad. You yourself, you got to get to a point where you are asking yourself, is this actually who I am supposed to be ending up with forever. And if not, then I might want to hurry up and just end this. And I think women are more hastier 
to mm. end relationships faster than men. I feel like men want to hold on more. However, I think women are the last ones to actually announce and actually say, I fucked up versus men. It's like off rip. The moment is not going good. We got to apologize, even if we didn't cause the not going good aspect of the relationship. Mm. I think maybe, I mean, I'm not, maybe I'm not thinking hard enough, but I feel like maybe one or two of the people that I were in, I was in situationships because, you know, I haven't been in a relationship in a while, but right. I've been dealing with or I was dealing with for a long time were influenced by either people in their ears telling them what they thought my actions as they were being interpreted meant um, and or were influenced by social media. So I've dated one girl in particular that's coming to mind um, who was big on the entertainment scene. And I think the idea of what she deserved as an entertainer at that age influenced her to treat me in the relationship like it was disposable. And mm-hmm. as she matured and we kept in contact after, I think she realized that some of the ways that she was acting was foul. And then I've dated um, one or two individuals where because I was moving in ways that I think, again, social media might have played a factor, but I think their friends played more of a factor, were interpreted in certain ways. They let that guide their decision-making instead of having conversations with me and seeing exactly what my mindset was about the relationship or what was actually happening in those moments. And they allowed it. They allowed that to dictate their decision to end the relationship. Mm. Um, Other than that, I haven't experienced it that much, but I mean, I think that's enough to experience in one way. And I think that, Based off of the question, those women have come back and in some way, shape, or form expressed that they were hasty or wrong about their decision. Whether it's they spun the block and wanted something after or they had a conversation with me where they let it be known like, yeah, I, I know that I fucked that up or I know I, was, I, was, uh, I wasn't the best to you or whatever may have you. So... Um, I always think that that's interesting, and unfortunately for some of y'all, it'd be too late. In Ty's case, he didn't got a brand new chick that he is dealing with, and that's when a lot of people want to spin the block is when they see you with somebody and they mm. see you happy, and now they are starting to project that happiness onto themselves and be like, "Damn, I could do, I could be a better spouse to this nigga than the person that he's with." Right. But I'm not with him now. He's should've, with her. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, dog. I feel like he should have never said nothing after she said what she said. Um, but also still feel like in him saying something, there's still something there. 
Oh, for a fact. That's that. That's just my. That's just my opinion. He, he let it affect him too much. Will he spin the block? I pray he don't. It looked like he's still grieving, actually, to be honest. And it looked like she opened up a, a, a wound that was almost fully healed by saying this shit on the podcast. He looked like he definitely in that space where now he might think about what could be if they got back to Tyrese. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And black women, y'all owe that man an apology. Y'all was saying all type of shit about that man when he was going through it. All you need to be thinking about is this reunion of TGT. Oh, man. Yo, first of all, when I finally saw that they squashed the fucking beef, who was it? It was it was Tank and Genuine from, the, from what I read. That Apparently, this, it was all of them. Well, I saw this clip, and I saw this on Tank's page. Y'all know I be on Tank's page like crazy. But I was, I was on Tank's page one day. And they had a Good Morning America show. And Tank said, and then he played the clip. He said, nobody told Genuine to be out partying the night before. Niggas didn't even rehearse. And on live television, I swear to you, Genuine was forgetting his lyrics. And he was slightly snoring. And he was off key. And this was live. So we and, all know that, that Tank Gen- said that's when it was done. Genuine was, was wilding. But apparently the main issue between all of the members was... Tyrese was taking the largest portion of the money regarding the group because when they originally came together, he considered himself to be the most successful and most famous of the three at that moment in time. I think I think to this day, no, and this is no disrespect to Big Daddy Tank, Tyrese still is more famous than Genuine and. So basically he was... Taking most of the money, it wasn't split 50-50, and they weren't happy with that. That's kind of trash. I didn't know they, it wasn't split 50, well, well, 33, 33, So they were basically saying, like, the new, the them coming back together has a lot to do with it now being an even split. So um, the new, I guess, situation... They're all going to be getting even cuts of uh, whatever from the tours and the music. But the group, the group was put together by Tyrese, though. So Tyrese should definitely still have a bigger say in terms of how, I guess, in the finale of whatever it is they end up doing, Tyrese got to have the final say on that. He the reason why they all together in the group. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see both sides of it. I see if I'm the one who... I think is bringing more most of these people here than in that instance. Yeah, I should or I would negotiate that I get most of or a good chunk of. But Tyrese's star has also fallen greatly since that's true. Ten years ago when they put this group together in the first place. That's true. So to assume that you like and I feel like Tank star has only risen. Tank definitely has rose. Tank, Tank's popularity has risen. The R&B podcast helped him get in a different position in another bag as well. So that's true. And I feel like genuine. He's been. I don't know what the fuck he's been doing. Been doing. Di- but his dances. relevancy has spiked for all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. But he is more relevant right. than he was, I guess, when they first came together. But I thought the whole idea was bringing the three different generations, even though Tank and Tyrese are from the same 
but in a sense, bringing the generations of R and B together. Yeah, because Genuine is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Genuine's older than both these niggas. Genuine is the oldest, <laughs> and Genuine been out longer than and all he come of them. from a different era of R and B. Genuine was doing records with fucking Aaliyah and them niggas and Magoo. Tank and Ty came out around the same time, but I think Ty came out before Tank, if I'm not mistaken. I was watching Ty Reese on the Black Box in like 1999 or early 2000 when he was doing Sweet Lady, when he was singing with the Black and Girl. What, Tank came out in Tank came, I think, oh, oh, two, oh, three, somewhere, yeah, around, somewhere there. around there. Somewhere around there, yeah. So bringing the little, you know, the, the different generations ish right. of R&B together. Right. Um, and so bringing those different generations of listeners. Right. You got the older women who probably like Genuine the most. Probably. Then you got that middle ground that got the Tyrese vibes. And then you got niggas that are like our age that's like, oh, yo, Tank. People tank love was killing. People love Tank. And Tank has the most unique voice out of both of these guys. By I the think way. Tank is the strongest artist out of all. Tank. At this of, moment in time. First of all, to me, and we've had the opportunity. I said this before in our old episode. We had the opportunity to see Tank live. We were doing some 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 film. We had the Tank. opportunity to to be part of the production for Tank. Basically, Tank did a show for Live Nation in Westbury years ago, and and to, the boys did press. Right, yeah. So we were there for press. Shout out to I think the person I put us on. Her name was Lisa, if I'm not mistaken. We true to this, not new to this. Yeah, the way. That I saw Tank control the entire audience I was like That's what I need to start incorporating In my live performances In particular when I do erotic poetry And I feel like over these last few years I, I figured it out I figured it out And not, and, and not at the stomach It's super flat it Might be taken off the shirt At a future show near you Preferably the show next week in Jersey Might be getting crazy But I think Tank In terms of show I think Tank is a better showsman like like he he does that genuine has felt fallen off and the difference is tank doesn't dance but tank is powerful just as a solo act tyrese mm-hmm. is a dancer tyrese is an actor and tyrese is a singer and tyrese tyrese has more ballads and genuine to me gives you everything in between genuine got ballads genuine got vibes genuine got shit that you could you know what i mean play in church <laughs> and then genuine got some shit that you can only play at the strip club, you know? Mm-hmm. Got everything for everybody. So I'm happy that the brothers, black men, finally sat down at the round table and squared away the differences. And we can get back to what the fuck we all love. And that's the music. Shut the fuck up about everything else and just give us the music. Do we need them back, though? I don't know if we need them back, but I would like to see them back. I'm thinking, I, I, I mean, need them back. the way R&B is actually headed right now, I do feel like them producing a well-done album will only enhance the sound because R&B has gotten back to a soulful-ish space. We'd like to thank P. Diddy for that. There was a while where it was like in a trap. Niggas was just basically singing over trap Niggas was basically rapping and they were singing. And they were singing trap themes and everything was an extension of hip hop. Trey songs, Chris Brown, Jot is so many air niggas. And then it got to a space where now you get the Summer Walkers, you get the Scissors, you get this soulful, uh, alter uh, alternative kind of sound. And so I do think that Kehlani. something like a TGT 
in this mix would solidify an R&B track for that soulful um, feel all over again. So I do kind of think that they are needed at this moment in time. Yeah. Um, tough Knot. <sighs> tough Knot. You have to be extremely honest with yourself when you are confronted with something that you've always wanted for a long time. And you have to tell yourself if and when that thing finally happens, are you ready? Because if you are in the process, you might have to break another heart. What would dad say? Dad would say, I envy the people who can tell themselves that they can't. Mm. Because what I go off of is if it needs to get done, it's going to get done. And for those who tell themselves that they can't, I'm sure that whether they know it or not, they have avoided sleepless nights. They've avoided some heartbreak. They've avoided um, overexhaustion, fatigue. And for me, I only know how to push through. I only know how to look at a challenge and say to myself, how do I overcome it? I only know how to attempt to succeed only to fail by my own merits and not to fail because I told myself I couldn't do it. And so another episode of Dad Had Some Bow Ties. We out. Peace.